Alright, what's up, what's up, what's up? Cool Truth, baby. Cool Truth Podcast Productions Retro Mania Podcasting Network. Cool Truth. AEW Dynamite Review Show. Coming up right after this, I just wanted to give a heads up as a post-recording kind of leadway. Um, I thought we had a great show tonight. Uh, it was myself, White House, and the one and only Building for Truth, Hollywood Jeff Edwards. We had a, we had a three-bit gig. I thought it was really good. There was a point uh, during the show around uh, an hour and a half in uh, where there's a 10, 15-minute period where... Uh, we had some some of us cutting out. It's a little choppy. Uh, I tried to remove the dead air. So uh, if you just go through a period where it sounds really rare, really weird, where almost one person is talking to themselves, uh, we apologize for that uh, technical difficulty. Uh, but I, 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 I fixed it the best way that I could. Um, and I, I just thought the rest of the show was so good. Why, uh, why dump it when you can have a good listen? So uh, we hope you all are listening. We hope you all are uh, staying safe. And um, you know, we're just getting through it, man. AEW Dynamite review, cool truth, Retromania Network. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to a Cool Truth podcast. Production. Alright, what's up? What's up? What's up, Cool Truth Baby? We're here. And before I bring the boys in, I just have to say, if you can hear my air conditioner in the background, I'm apologizing, but nothing's going to change because I'm not turning it off. So I apologize for that, but it's going to be there. And with me, we have the one and only White House. What's up, brother? What's up, what's up, what's up? Yeah, man, leave that shit on. It's too goddamn hot, man. Yeah. No fucks given, baby. And also with us, the one and only Hollywood, Jeff Edwards, Blading for Truth. What up, brother? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me back on. My air conditioner has been going hard in the paint all day long. So <laughs> leave it on, my man. Leave it on. <laughs> Absolutely. We, I mean, we got to do it while we still have electricity. So I mean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for but having me Before back, they start right? rationing electricity, we got to use it while we can, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> if there's something... If, yeah. Uh, I I mean, I'll start off real quick. I think overall, I thought Dynamite was pretty good again, um, as I fuck with the volume here. Um, I thought Dynamite was pretty good again. Uh, Another situation where when the main event happened, I'm like, oh shit, we went through two hours. Um, I thought it was pretty good, but I have to say there's a couple things that are irking, irking me. So... I mean, I, I, I'm probably going to spit some venom on AEW tonight, and it is what it is. How about you guys? 
Oh, I thought it was a solid show. Um, I mean, there's always pros and cons, but I like, for me, I like how they're setting up for for fighter for fighter fest, July first and eighth. Fair. So, um, so I kind of like that. There's a lot of things I there was there was a lot of things I dug about tonight's show. The boys made it. My littles made it half the show, and then they then they passed out. Thank you, melatonin. But <laughs> <laughs> so they made it. Half Don't tell the them show, what else so. you put in that cocktail, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, so thank you, melatonin, for that. But no, they made it halfway, and and, and it was fun to see their reaction on a couple things. And I was I was I was watching them watch along with me. But as you, there was a couple things I'm, I'm curious to see as we do this if if we both have the same same uh, quirks. But uh, no, I mean it was it was a solid show. I mean I think they're they're building off each and every week. You're seeing more people come back, so it's starting to you know that light at the end of the tunnel. I think we're starting to see it. You know, Justin Roberts is back. We saw a couple, you know, several other wrestlers we haven't seen. They were sitting in the stands, but now they're wrestling. So it was great to see some more of the roster return. So I thought it was a solid show. Fair enough. Hollywood. Solid show for me, too. A uh, couple, couple down spots. But, I mean, you know, nothing major, I don't think. Um I, I also, in this show, there's one or two questions that I have for you guys that mm. I possibly may have missed somewhere along the line about uh, one or two things. But overall, I think the the builds that they're doing for Fighter Fest, like you said, White House, uh, are pretty good. They're uh, they're really good at building, and yeah. I think we saw some evidence of that tonight again, as usual. All right, so why don't we do this? I uh, really my critiques are kind of overall AEW stuff, so we'll go through the show. If they come out during, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll talk about it after. And if you guys have anything you want to attack from a certain scenario at any point, bring it up. If not, we'll get to it at the end. But uh, White House, do you have do you have all the uh, everything planned out so we could go through? Segment this is segment? the fourth fourth. Fourth week in a row, you asked me that question. I should already know. I know. Time, what do you think, sir? So this is this is the problem. Just for all the listeners out there, we don't talk about the show in our pre our pre production meeting is like our us, you know, either talking about Venting something about some other shit that we don't do on here. Well, yeah, yeah that yeah. I, I mean, I was going to try to go more positive than that, but yeah, that's pretty much what it is. So we don't really I'm not like, "Hey, are you ready for the show?" We're just like, whatever, you know. I mean, yeah. All right, sir, where it are we works headed? for us, man. It does. All right, so so they do their whole the, the after they do their whole thing from last week and they go into that. It was I, I, I thought it was cool finally seeing Justin Roberts back in the middle of the ring. Mm-hmm. And, and then they go and they segue into what we're expected this week. And then I'm like, okay, I don't see him yet. But then they they announced that here comes Jericho to his music. And and I thought that was great first half of the show. We had Chris Jericho. And he's just, I mean, through throughout the first hour, the guy's just money. So I was, I was excited to see him on with not just Tony, but the other two. And the four of them, I was kind of curious how that dynamic would be. And I'll tell you, it was smooth. I I didn't, I didn't think there was a problem at all. 
they let Jericho pretty much go down any kind of road he wanted, but it was exciting to have Jericho on there. So, so that's so so after Jericho's out, we get our first match: Butcher and the Blade versus FDR. Right before before we get to the match, let's touch on the commentary real quick. Uh, sure, I, I agree. I love Jericho on commentary. I agree with you. I thought it was very good. But what I thought happened was he dominated the commentary. Oh, he totally dominated. You man. know, and <laughs> in a four man booth, when you have one guy dominate that. Song, I mean, there were points where Jericho celebrated and talked in five minutes. You know, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, yeah. At first, I thought it was him and just Jr. And and then all of a sudden, Shivani popped in, and Shivani's great. Like, I, I honestly, I almost feel like Shivani and Jericho's the commentary team. You know, yes. um, and you know, maybe maybe that's what the future holds. I don't know, uh, but I mean, Hollywood jump in here. Uh, I just, I, although I liked it. I thought they did the other commentators a disservice by doing it. Yeah, I, I could see that. I mean, I love Jericho on commentary um, yeah. with you guys, but I mean, he's so cute. If you put him in that situation, I guess somebody has to you know take a back seat. But, yeah, yeah. I see your point, AC. It, uh, it did feel like Tony and Chris's show, again, just For- like it was when JR wasn't there. Four is a lot, you know what I mean. I mean, I, I mean, I'd, I'd almost make this suggestion at this point. Like, if you wanted to do something like that, you have like Tony and Jericho on commentary for the first hour, and then you have like Jr. and Excalibur jump in, even even if Tony stays on. But it's it just four just seems like a lot, especially when you have a dominant personality like Jericho, and they they all took the back seat to him. Which you and he was great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking Jericho, but for a four man booth, that doesn't work with a guy like that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it worked. I thought, I thought. See, for me, again, I, it's great having these different perspectives. Of course, for me, I I thought, you know, Jim. I don't necessarily think he took a back seat. I think he just up a lot to Jericho, and he. Do his thing, and I think it was more it was hiding and just taking that back seat. So I'm in more than inclined to say, okay, if you're going to do something like this, have Excalibur take the first hour off, have that guest in there. Fair with, enough. With with, with Jim mm-hmm. and Tony, and then something like that. But I, yes, I do agree. Four is a lot, but you know, Chris Jericho. I mean, I already had in the back of my mind that he was going to dominate just because of his personality. Right, I don't right. think it's you know I just dude he's so and he's so funny it's just it's just it was just it was just it was, just, it was great it, you know it was just I think they found a niche for him when he's done wrestling if that's absolutely yeah that's a great point you brought because I actually was thinking that I'm like maybe this is where Jericho's headed and may, maybe they maybe they really see him as the future voice of AEW. Because he, he it, it, it was to the point where he was taking the lead. Like, like yeah, I, I, I wasn't yeah. even Going thinking, in like... out of commercials, man. Yeah. Yep. I mean. Like, I was thinking, like, Jericho Excalibur and Tony and, you know, Jim Ross are retired or doing something else. Like, it, he took the lead on this show when he when he yeah. was commentating. Yeah. So that stuck out to me. And I think they found somebody. If that's... I mean, the guy's a rock star. The guy... I mean... You oh, he can do anything. Debate. He can do anything. You could have to debate whether or not he's on the Mount Rushmore now. Do you know what I mean? 
I mean, that that's where he is, and if he wants to give all that up to to do this eventually down the road because he does love wrestling, then he found something, and he can make a shit ton of money doing it. So, I mean, that's definitely not, not a problem. So, yeah. curious to see where this goes. You know, but he's definitely got the talent for it, man. You know, and if and anybody out there listens to his, uh, uh, he has a show. Podcast, it's, uh Not his podcast, no, not, not his podcast. Uh, it's Sirius XM, um, if those who have X Sirius. Oh. Um, on my favorite channel, Octane, he has his own rock show. Mm. For an hour, I and didn't know that. It's it 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 premieres every other Friday, but it also they also redo it during the week, dude. The 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 the, the free press that AEW gets with this dude from doing this show, it, it, so, it's it's crazy. So so what is what does he do there though? Is it is it a commentary oh, or does? Does he talk and play music? He's a DJ. He's a DJ. So he's like your like your your he typical plays, radio disc jockey, but he's on. He series. plays for the hour. For that hour, he plays his stuff that he likes from the past, the new, uh, the up and comers, and he has a set for an hour uh, that he plays all the tracks that he likes. He'll he'll talk a little bit about just different stuff mm-hmm. about different different bands. So, and so stuff, it's but, it's the it's the classic radio disc jockey gig, basically. Um, yeah, but it's Chris Jericho doing it, which is pretty cool. Yeah, no, no, I'm not knocking it. I'm not. Knocking it. I, yeah, I didn't no, know. I didn't cool, even man. know that. Yeah, he's done it. it. This is this is probably year. I want to say this is year two now, and uh, I want to say he's about 60, 70 shows in. Again, it's every other week. So, so, so uh, my real my real thought is Edwards. Did you know about Did you know about that? Because that seems right up your alley. No, I didn't know that he has a serious show. But I did notice maybe two or three re- weeks ago, Saturday nights he's been popping on YouTube mm. Uh, mm. live, and I think he calls it Saturday Night Special. I think he calls it. But oh, yeah. the, the week that I discovered him, he was talking about like he was asked taking questions from the chat about the main event of Double or Nothing, and he was taking you through. All the spots that were set up and stuff. Wow! Just yeah. talking dude, openly. He's totally with the fans. doing different stuff, man. He's that's pretty cool. That's so yeah. much. Yeah, stuff, yeah. He, he, dude. He. I mean, you gotta love everything he does. I mean, let's be honest. You gotta love everything he does. But let's um. Let, we'll get into the match here. Uh, what else? Yeah, take us away. Yeah. So Butcher the Blade come out first, which you know I was excited to finally see them in the ring, and uh, no bunny. But then, I, felt, you know, I know like, where is she. It felt like forever. Weird. It felt like forever since yeah. I've seen him in the ring. It did. It has. It really has. And then uh, FTR coming out. I was curious to see how they're going to do this. And they come out in that old school truck, dude. I thought that was pretty cool, man. I I, I dug it. I liked it. And uh, you know, but no bunny. I thought that was a little odd. So I guess that they're doing away with that or or whatnot. But uh, you know, it was. I thought it was in the beginning. It was a typical. You saw what. You know, you for those who've never seen FTR before, you got to see what they do, kind of old school. But um, you know, th- them panning to Tully a couple times, I thought that was some foreshadowing, especially when you saw Spears three rows up, and in the middle of them two, you saw Arn. So I don't know what they're doing, some some kind of foreshadowing. But um, yeah, you also saw. I thought it was a good solid match to start to start the show. That you also you also saw Archer and Snake there too, uh, yeah. Which, which yeah, later, late, I'll get it. I'll get into that scenario later in the show. 
Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, honestly, I dug the match. Uh, I felt like I was watching a little bit of throwback um, tag team wrestling. Uh, which is like, th- this reminded me of like a, you know, I don't know, late 80s WrestleMania tag team match. You, you know what I'm saying? I, I you know, Aside from face paint and all that stuff. It just, you know, a bunch of just brawlers getting in there and wrestling. But also, you know, can do, you know, some of the, uh, the newer stuff that we see. But, I don't know, it just felt more like a throwback. I liked the match. Um... Given the two tag teams, though, it is it might sound like a knock. I, I, it's almost like I wish that this scenario had a better build for these two teams because I thought you eventually could have. These are two teams that probably could have done something special, and it just came off as FTR's first match against a you know stepping stone tag team. Uh, Hollywood, your thoughts. Yeah, I think eventually if they uh, run these guys up against each other a few more times, you can you can have some gold here. Yeah, and it, it's it, it's that. definitely that that old school feel. Um, yeah. And they made a you know the announcers did a great job making a point of them holding the tag ropes to tag in. Yeah. Uh, you know, just their gimmick being pro wrestlers. You know, that's basically their gimmick. So. Yeah. And the the manager scouting, how old school was that? I loved it. Um, yeah. We'll see where it goes. Who you know, if somebody recruits them or whatever. But yeah, I loved it all. I loved it all. And I liked, you know, I liked the one thing that stuck out to me was when Jim Ross said that uh, Butcher's only been wrestling for six years, dude, man. Six years that he is fucking good for six years. Yeah, man. yeah, you know. Yeah. And I, I that popped out. I wrote that down. I, I just, I just that was impressive. And. Yeah. Uh, you know, I haven't watched I haven't watched much of it, but the the NWA show they were doing, you know, uh, in the small oh, the arena, Tuesday. the old yeah, the old yeah, school, yeah. like did, that does didn't those two tag teams seem to f- really fit that mold? Oh, that's oh, absolutely, out, man. Yes. you know, more so than the Liberty Fabulous, Liberty Flu, five stuff. And, and listen, we 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 get into those crazy matches too, so I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying mm-hmm. it was like it was kind of refreshing. And I almost, I, I just wish there was more invested in it. You know what I mean? Well, I think that's, I think, you know, the the fact that when they brought FTR in and we knew their background, specifically more NXT than WWE, you know, that this is what they were going to do. But now coming out of this match with Butcher and the Blade, I feel that they've, they've given, they've, They've given this the tag team division a huge boost because mm-hmm. it's just I think where everybody was placed now everybody drops down that one notch that one peg to make room for FTR and I think it fits better adding this type of of um, of, of tag team in um, because again as we saw towards the end I mean after FTR one you know Tony comes out tries to talk to the to FTR, that the Bucks come out, you know, Matt gets a little, you know, a little hot, and, you know, you feel like something was going to happen, and that's what I've been waiting for. And all of a sudden, you saw Butcher come in, and then you saw Kip Saban and, and, uh, and Jimmy Havoc come in, and you saw a nice little brawl, and this is, and I'm like, okay, we haven't seen this before, and it's like, 
I'm, I'm like digging, I'm digging it is because you've seen some, finally some heat and some spotlight come on those tag belts again because of Corona and everything else. But you've seen a spotlight come on this tag team division, and adding FTR to this. And, and again, I could be a little uh, crazy for saying this, but you know, the last time I saw, uh, I see the potential. Of, of what Ring of Honor had years ago with the with the American Wolves, the Briscoes, uh, mid the the all night of um, the midnight not the midnight the all night express all right. of yep. you know what I mean and you saw these tag teams main event not just not just TV shows but pay per views I think we're headed down that road by adding what FTR can bring and bringing and making them. Um, rise the other tag teams up to their level, and that's kind of what I'm what I could see playing out. Hope I'm right because we haven't seen something like that since those Ring of Honor days. I think pretty- I think you are right. I I I personally not only because well mainly because they're a classic tag team. Yeah. Uh, you have the flippity floppity flu. You have the the luchadors. Now you bring these guys in, it, it balances the whole thing even more. That's the right word. Balance, That's the right, right? word, Andrew, is the balance word. Yep. It's because the Luchas could do it all. You know, obviously, Matt, Matt and Nick can do things too. Yep. Yep. But now this element, I mean, it's just, it's just you're bringing this tag team division to a, 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 a new level. And I hate to say this, and I'm not trying to kick rocks or kick dirt at WWE. I don't know what Vince was do- thinking of letting this tag team not just walk, but just let their let them expire and go right into this program. It's just I I don't know what they were thinking on this one. This one just I mean he it, wanted them to be a comedy act. I mean it's <laughs> scratcher. He wanted them to be a comedy act. I mean it, it, I, I mean they say that I don't know maybe maybe Vince doesn't watch NXT maybe that's true. But I mean, uh, the revival and DIY. I mean, hello. I mean, to, uh, to a wrestling fan, do we do I need to say any more? If you're a wrestling fan, do you not get where I'm going with that? I mean, we, I mean, how could listen? I don't want to go down a WWE rabbit hole right now. Oh, I just we'll I spend just twenty minutes doing it. Like I, I mean, but we, we can say that about a lot of guys. It's just crazy. We we can say that about half the AEW roster. I mean, I mean, it, it is what it is. I'm not, and that's not a knock to AEW. I think AEW is targeting the talented people who, it, for whatever reason, it didn't really work out over there. Yeah. Uh, you, right. you know, you know well, what I'm saying? You you remember revival and Usos? On paper, that's awesome. But what did Vince give us? Oh, the shit! That yep. was so disappointing. Yeah, yep. yeah. Good point. I mean, if I look at top, I look at the top. A top five disappointment. I would put that one up there with the with the WrestleMania of AJ Styles and Shinke Nakamura. Mm. I mean, that was such a fucking dud too. <laughs> yeah. and I, I mean, it, I, good point, Edwards. I mean, because I, I, I I'm just baffled. I mean, the I, rabbit hole is open. <laughs> no, this is what you didn't want to do. I, just, I tried I just, so hard. No, I just I just don't understand. I mean the the track record of, of of Vince and his company and where it is. I mean the guy knows what he's doing, but this going on now in the present, I don't know how you let a tag team like that not only walk but just let their contracts expire. 
I mean, and knowing that they were going wait, to did come it, did here, it, wait, hold on, did their contract expire? Uh, did it? Did it? Didn't he let yeah, them go they, after re-signing? I thought they re-signed no, they, and then he let them go. They, they were home and just let them expire. That's oh, why they didn't have oh, to oh, wait oh, the really. ninety days like EC three does and a, a couple of the other guys. Listen, I need, I need, I, I, I just expired. I, I need I need a, a central uh, character in uh, in AEW. <laughs> I need him in I, I read somewhere where it may be Impact Buddy. <laughs> he may be. I mean, if, and I mean, if he if he wants, I mean, listen, that would be par for the course. I mean, I mean, let's just keep making the same mistake over and over. Like it's not insanity. Right. I mean, all right. What's the definition of insanity? Right. Yeah, doing the same so. thing over and over, expecting a different <laughs> result. I mean, uh, do what you got to do. I mean, Brian Cage, so. make a phone call. And be like, yo, bro, come on. You know, I mean, I know, please right? do, yep. do, do do the wrestling world and him a favor because I actually like him. He's a great guy. So I, I, I mean, it just I, I feel like he would, I think he would be a perfect addition, and I'm not saying that because he's a no. You know, you know, you know, my only problem with I, it is he's a perfect addition to AEW. You, you, but you know, my only problem with it is, and this is one of my problems with AEW as a whole right now. Anyway, is that I I love him as like that heel character, and they have way too many really good heels. And not enough good baby faces right now. It's a major problem, and I, we're, we're going to get into it as the show goes on. But I, I, I it's it's becoming a, gl- a it's becoming a glaring <laughs> issue, and it's holding yeah. guys oh. back at this point. Right. So you we'll get there. Um, yeah. Before we move, I like, continue on with the tag team stuff, and then we'll uh, we'll move yeah. on. I don't I don't yeah. want to go. I want I want to kind of stick to the show flow before I get to go down those rabbit holes. But no, I so I just I just so I think they just they, he they. They prove they showed me one thing tonight that the intensity of that tag team division just went up a notch with that brawl. That's what that brawl showed me, and and I just I'm just well the ma- the major the ma- well the major part of it is you have Bucks you have Hangman and uh, Omega you know what I'm saying They're like I'm not even looking at them and that's no disrespect to Hangman and, and Omega I, I I'm honestly looking at. FTR against the Bucks. Well, they have FTR. the titles, though. They're the champions. Right. I, but I, I know. I that know. has to That's be – that. listen, that that situation with them having the titles has to be their focus. That has to be rectified now. We can't go further with them being the champions and, and not having tag, super important tag team matches. It can't go this way. They're trying to give you ranking systems, sports-centric, pro wrestling, everything else, and the tag team champions are irrelevant right now. It's ridiculous. Uh, because, because to me, you have two individuals in a tag team that are champs. Well, they, you, and I you, told you this you have to rec- You they, have to rectify they need, that, though. They need to get those belts removed off them. And I got a couple things. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, I, I'm, 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 that's what I'm saying, though. You wrong. have to. Yeah. They gotta be removed, man. No, we're we're all just, we're arguing the same point. They that's my right. point. They need to handle that situation before the tag division can move on. I, they just have to. You you can't you can't sell us this great tag division, which it's good and getting better. I get it, but the problem is you have a makeshift tag team champion group here that's involved in three different fucking storylines. Let's be honest. And yes. there's been no direction on what they're doing with the tag team titles. It's, I mean, listen, I mean, we've seen this other places for years. I, I, I don't yep. want them to go down these roads. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Yep. Guys, I, yeah, I know I agree. And, and it, funny, because this is a good segue into, you had Dasha 
uh, in the back with the the natural nightmares, and uh, it was it, she announced that they are getting a which I thought they should have a couple weeks ago when you saw them uh, where they were in the rankings, but they're getting a title shot next week, and then all of a sudden you see the bunny with QT, and uh, Dustin didn't really like that too much, so. I don't know, again, AEW likes to do this little foreshadowing thing, but... Um, here, here, uh, here's, here's what I'd say. Here's what I'll say about this. I'm curious need, where that's going. They need to decide whether they're going to utilize these rankings to book what, what they want their title matches and everything else to be, or yeah. they need to dump it and just stick with the wrestling storylines. You can't do both. It's disingenuous. It, it just looks bad. The optics are bad. You know, oh, oh, oh you know, they, this team's 3-0, and oh, and they're moving up the tag division, and this one's moving up, and this is a champ, and this one's moving down. Da, 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 da. But, you know, FTR's here, so... It's like you said, with all the new guys coming in and getting title shots, it's the same thing with the tag team division. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, this is... this is If you're going to have a ranking system, that stuff doesn't work. I mean, again, I thought again, I thought this was weeks weeks ago they should have gotten a tag team title match. I don't know if it was because of Corona. I mean, I'm talking weeks ago when Hangman was still wasn't around. You saw natural nightmares up high on that list. I mean, well, maybe maybe so. he, was, he was wearing his mask. He couldn't wrestle with his mask on. <laughs> so I'm curious to go where they're going with this because I mean, you saw the, you saw Dustin get pretty hot. Brandy was pretty hot that she was there. Uh, so I don't know if this is. You mentioned the whole heel thing. I don't know if this is where you see QT say, screw you, bro. I'm picking the chick over my bro. Uh, you could see that happening. Uh, I don't know. I mean, this happened fast. I mean, so, she was the bunny. What, while we're, yeah, yeah, I almost, wearing, now all of a sudden she's wearing Cody's fucking family name yeah. jacket. It's, just, so, like, it's like what they really did with Brandy. It's like what they did with Brandy. It's really fucking uh, hot. Yeah. I mean, Edwards, jump in. You were, you were about to say something. Yeah, I almost felt like that's one of the questions I had for you guys. Did I miss something on any EW Dark? Because I don't watch Dark. No, I don't either. No? I watch Dark. You didn't miss anything. No? no. Okay. I, from what I understood from a friend of mine, Dark has been them playing all the matches they recorded and they didn't use for Dynamite because they got back to live recording again. Is, uh, that, is, that, is that pretty close to the truth? Yeah, that, I mean, you saw Penelope... You saw Penelope get warmed up. We're going to talk about Penelope in a little bit. Don't you worry. Because Penelope made my night tonight, all right? Yeah. So, so, I mean, you saw her use dark a little bit. Um, Omega's been on dark a couple times. They do decent. They're they're, they're okay, decent matches. But you didn't see this. The only thing I saw, the only thing this happened was started was a couple weeks ago when the bunny was on that side of the. And she's a heel. So I didn't know what she was doing on the face side. Yeah, yep. And QT started giving her the eye. They started talking. And now two weeks later, she's his girlfriend. He's probably banging her in real life. That's probably like, right. Whatever. I mean, that's fine. He's one lucky bastard if he is. I'm just saying this has happened way too fast. It's happened so fast that you know something is going to happen. So I, I got to. <laughs> I don't know. Excuse me. You know Sorry, something guys. is. I don't have Corona. You know I just. I was just smoking. Um, I, well, I was vape. I was vaping. What I? It's illegal in Connecticut, so I can't say what it was. But anyway, uh, <laughs> at Edwards, you. <laughs> I'll let I'll let you start. You know, it's. It, I wanted to bring this up anyway, so it's a perfect time to bring it up. 
I don't know how I take this Nightmare Family stuff yet. It's just very confusing. I, I, I don't know. Like, um... Brandy, heel, has this big storyline going. Now she's back in the Nightmare Family. Like I think with the bunny. They got this, this guy's in the Nightmare Family. That guy's in the Nightmare Family. It just it just feels very thrown together. And now Cody's yep. like coming out by himself or coming out with Arn. Or, and then Brandy's coming out with Dustin. It's just very confusing. I mean, Edwards. Well, that's always same? been there. That was there last year, but no one said anything. And now people are saying that. Brandy's that's a little. Out. It, hold on. That, it's a little more prevalent. No, I'm talking about. Hold on, hold on. I'm talking about the whole nightmare family ordeal is very confusing. So yeah, uh, even even Dustin, man. I like. I thought Dustin was going to be not a champion, not a main eventer, but that guy. You know what I mean? That that it'll mean something if you go up against him. And they threw him in with with QT. So now it feels like it's just a a place to get thrown into when they can't figure anything out. Yeah. Like with Brandy, Dustin, QT, now Allie, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, the weird the weird part. I mean, I know she has a relationship with Brandy, and Brandy brought her in. I mean, maybe they. But this is. If you don't. Like, I just happen to know that. There's no reason on AEW programming for me to know that. You, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. It's Edwards, like, like you, you said in the past when you were talking about that go home show that time. If you were turning on the show for the first time. And you were trying to follow what's going on. It's very difficult. You know what I mean? It's very difficult. There, there's a lot of holes in what they're doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's all kind of holes over, over that it's scenario. Weird, it's just weird. Oh, weird. It's just weird. Yeah. It's weird. And that 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 stuck out. I'm like, she was the bunny. I yeah. mean. <laughs> Yeah, your boys are back, and there's literally no there's no there's no explanation for why she's not the bunny anymore. It's not like it's not like they were like you're the worst manager ever. Get the fuck out. You know, if they did that, then I'd be like, all right, Uh, they uh, the heel tag team kicked her the fuck out, so she ran to the good guys. You you know what I'm saying? Like then I could say, oh, that's great. This is this is the shit we bitch about with pro wrestling all the time. Yep. this is not good storytelling. Now, AEW does do some good storytelling. But listen, this this is why we call the fucking tro- this show Cool Truth. And if we're going to rip apart the WWE for shit, when AEW yep. does the same shit, you have mm-hmm. to call it out. It, it, it just You can't overlook this. All I'm saying is, if, you, if you're a complete homer and wants to watch the show and say, blah, 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 everything is great, okay, cool. I'm, just, I'm not knocking the show. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. It's just fair to bring these points up because... I, it just it doesn't make sense. It's All right, here we go. Here we go. Okay. I'm going to jump in here quick. Do it. I appreciate you guys having me on. I am getting some rust knocked off me, and I need it, so I appreciate it. So I'm going to go old school here. Okay, here we go. Go How hard would this be? Okay. Butcher and Blade. Book it, bro. Backstage Do segment. It. I'm booking it right now. Here we go. Backstage segment. Our careers are nowhere. You're our manager. Get out. Oh, no. Get out. I said get out. It looks like they're going to go after them. She runs right into QT Marshall. There you go. There's your it, setup. It, but it, they, they, they that skip. That makes more sense. Right? And it's so easy. eyes, when she's on, the, she's on the face side, 
Well, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have been there in the first place. Exactly. And, and here's the thing. What he just talked about takes, what, 30 seconds? It's, it's, yes. it, it's not like you're, that, you're losing yeah, a that segment. That's yeah. all. We're, hey, we're going to commercial. Oh, wait, we have a situation in the back. Boom, 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 boom. And then you go to commercial. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, to me, it's so simple. Is that, listen, that right there, he's, he's knocking the rust off, baby. Blading for Truth. There you go. <laughs> Co-founder of Real Truth. I love it. I love it. I love you knocking the rust off. A little more rust fell off. There you go. A little more. We're going to do We're going <laughs> to keep good. knocking it out. I'm going to keep hounding you to come on the show so you can knock the rust off. We want long form, long format, Blading for Truth. No 18-minute YouTube videos. We want long format, Blading for Truth. It's coming, brother. It's coming. All right, White House, so where we had the next segment. Shredded that. Um, it's funny that you said that. Now we have the tag team match of Ford, Nyla versus Statlander, and the AEW Women's Champion, <coughs> Sheeta. That's where we are now. All right, Edwards, you take it first. <sighs> Do I have to? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, okay, it wasn't... Put you out of spot, bro, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I feel like I've seen this match, and I know Nyla being in it is Thank different. you. I didn't even I feel that like different. I've seen this five times in the past Thank three you. months. Yeah. Thank you! Thank yeah. you! I knew you were going to say Instead it! Instead of Ford being there, oh, it was I was thinking of the whole okay. match, I'm like, how many times are we watching this match? Yes. Yes, and again, it's I don't know I don't I don't get it I don't get it like you have this division you have this this new champion who it seems like everybody for the most part is behind her as the baby face. <laughs> let's get should. some singles matches going. I well, can I, can let's I ask get you, the rankings going. Can, is there is there even a lot of like there's not even a lot of like uh, continuity when they're doing the the four person thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, you know. How sometimes you get the guys together and they just have that, that it. You know what I mean? Like oh, the, the, those three, those four, that that beautiful, that it's perfect. Yeah. Girls, yeah. whatever, it doesn't matter. When these four are all in the ring, I feel like they're all worse when they're when it's four. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is. Like it just, I, it just, it, it it comes off that way to me. Um, and and I feel like. Nobody really stands out in, in, in you know you, you know how the match with uh, Sheeta and, and Nyla the the the, uh, the championship match like they, they stood out in that match yep. you know what I mean and I, like oh it's great but then you add the other two in and this is not a knock on Ford or Statlander it it just it's well, not there it should, it should, I'm sorry it should uh, be a knock on Ford because she's still learning Statlander sucks it's a knock on her because <laughs> because. Anything good in this match, you throw her in, it starts getting bad again. <laughs> I mean, she is, she is bad. She is bad. She is bad. I got, I got, I got, I got two more On points her about best this match. Day, it's still bad. All right, I got two points. First one, and I got to hear Edward's thoughts on the first one before I bring it to the second one. The ref in this match, once again, the great tag team extraordinaire Rick Knox. It's always Rick Knox, isn't it? <laughs> it? It's just like it feels like every match he's in is a cluster. Why is he in there? Shit! It's they, somebody like, likes him. Somebody likes him. That's why he's there. Probably Cody. 
that's who that's who I'm, somebody is. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Well, here's the thing. Listen, I'm sure Rick Knox is a fantastic human. I'm not trying to knock him as a person. Right. But right. every, I don't. I think a match is good when either the ref is red shoes, or I don't notice him. And, and you know what? And I'll take the uh, Aubrey, the female ref. She's like the AEW red shoes. You know what yes. I mean? And like yes. you know yes. how every, every company has that one ref. You're like, oh, that's the ref. You know what I mean? It's like, it's yep. like when John McCarthy was the, the 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 top MMA ref UFC. You saw big big Johns in there. It's a big match. You know what I mean? Red Shoes is in there. It's a big match. Aubrey's in there. It's a big match. Mike Chioda's in there. It's a big match. Her uh, Earl Hobiner is in there. It's a you know what I'm saying? Hebner Earl Hebner. Oh my God, Earl. Sorry about that. If you're listening, buddy. <laughs> Hurl Hubner. <laughs> That's what Brad Hart calls him, Hurl Hubner. <laughs> anyway. Because he has a stroke. He has a stroke. Dude. Stop it. Stop it. That's it's it's the vape talking. <laughs> anyway, you you get the point I'm making. You have like yes. the, the top refs like and then you don't even other than that, you don't want to know who the ref is. The only time you notice who the ref is when they're not the top ref is when they are not a good ref. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay, mm-hmm. second point. Aside from, I'm like, whatever about the match. And and a sidebar is, every time Sheeta does the knee strike, they make a point to be like, oh, knee strike from Sheeta. She's doing the... She's literally trigger. doing she's the Omega V trigger. And we can all see it. And they won't say it. And I'm like, why don't you just say it? And, like, and nobody we know it's trigger because she's friends with Omega. <laughs> I mean, God, that's why she's there is because of Kenny. Well, it's we like know no- we at least we know she's just friends because I mean, it, anyway, uh, just just call really just call just call it the V trigger just call it the V trigger because she's doing a V trigger. Is she's like paying homage to Omega? Right? Am I missing something here? Am I missing something? Why why are they so stuck on calling it a new strike? I, I don't understand that. We all know why she's doing it. Whatever. Anyway. Aside from that, I have to say, I have to say, this is Penelope. That was one of the sexiest pins I've ever seen watching pro wrestling. Like, you know, they had like a nip slip. I was waiting for like a lip slip because, I mean, it was like very close to a lip slip. And I was not mad about it at all. Penelope... We we support every, you. We support everything you're doing. You are number one in women's wrestling. We love you. <laughs> we support the V-slip. It was close. I, I mean, I'm just saying. I, I, dude, I was literally like, oh, man. I was like, why did I? I was like a 17-year-old. Never mind. You know what I'm, you know what right. I'm saying. I hear you. You know, it's funny. Yes, definitely. It, I'm going to be honest with you, and you're probably going to see your – you're trying to control where this goes. You're gonna hate me uh, saying me? this. Me? What would I? What you're do going I do? That hate me saying this. I never I do had that. a hard time getting into this match because I just watched NXT Takeover yesterday, and I watched the first match was the six was the six woman match, and then watching the three way for the NXT belt. Watching those two ladies' matches and then watching this shit show, I can't get into it, man. Wait, wait, wait hold, on. hold on, hold on, hold on. Six-man tag, dude, 
I am so high on Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox. It, re, dude, ridiculous. So, and then you throw in freaking Ripley and Io, Io, whatever her name is, <laughs> jumping off the fucking house. Yeah, you don't even know her name. It's, I mean, it's right down the alley of like WAEW. I know their name. Oh, she has a title because you don't know who the fuck she is. Jesus. Listen, that I'll tell. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Right. I can't pronounce it right. You. You just said that. You, you think I would be mad at you for saying that? I've been knocking AEW women's division since it started. When, when have I ever liked it? Trail. Going down the WWE trail because right now, dude, that NXT. How many times? How many? Division? How many times have I said Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair is the best women's oh, match we've seen oh in forever? I mean, oh come on, God. dude. I, I'll say this: that match was good, but the finish sucked. In no way she should have won. And I, we didn't we didn't end up doing the the NXT show. And I, I don't want to. Re- I don't. I don't want to relive it now. No, no. I, I listen. I had big plans for what they should have done with Charlotte Flair. We could get to it at a later right. date. But right. I, right. I honestly, I hated that finish. I hated it. I, I don't know right. why. It just bothered me. But but I don't. Here's the here's the thing though. I don't watch NXT every week. So I don't. Right. I don't. You know what I'm saying? It's very hard to be like. Should they have done it? Should they have done it? I just had these grand thoughts for Charlotte Flair. I was. I was booking this whole scenario in my head, and and, and then she lost, and I'm like, what? And, and of course, well, Charlotte. Wait, Becky for that because they have to get her back on Raw. <laughs> probably. All right. I mean, that's what, probably why. whatever. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like Randy Orton said. I mean, you're the top person at a wrestling school. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> dude, come on. Hey, listen, listen. No, I, just, I, I, I love. I hold on. I love. I I, I love all those guys. You know, Ring of Honor, Indies, and all that stuff. But, dude, Tommaso, just just stop. Ra- um, Randy Orton, Randy owned you. Uh, he owned you. He he owned you in that, that whole thing. That was hilarious, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're the I top guy in the locker room at a wrestling school. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. Dude, here's the thing. When he said the slappy... The slappy part when we did Soldiers of Shoot, that was like our theme. We would literally, Joe, Jeff, how, Edwards, Hollywood, right? How many times would we sit there? One of us would be talking, and you hear how many times, dude? Oh my god, the one, the one show. It was I don't know twenty minutes of somebody going like this. Oh, oh all right. We're not, like, where were we? Oh, we were on the women's match, uh, right, dude? E- either way, I, I'm I'm, the, I'm talking dude. about Penelope's lips, and you've got to take it down, fucking I NXT. I, dude, man, I just uh, it was so. Uh, I just I I, I honestly I fast because I was a little behind because I took a shower before the show uh, started to get that out of the way because once the show's ended, I'm I'm hoping to catch some Z's. <laughs> so so I um. So I fast forward a little bit of this match because one, Nyla Rose does absolutely nothing for me. She sucks in the ring. I lost all confidence in Statlander a couple weeks ago when she almost killed two people in the ring. So I'm all set with her. So give me Sheeta Ford. That's what we saw when with that pin. I think that's the program we're set up for. I mean, it kind of makes sense because I I I think we were going to get Brick Baker yeah, and Sheeta. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Slip it's a, it's a night. I'm it's... okay. It's a it's a nice way to kind of yeah tra- a transition into her and right. Baker yeah 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 but but here's the thing if you if you want to do Sheeta and, and Penelope that's that's great let's tell that story though and let's get yeah. Nyla and and, right, and Statlander out of it we yeah. we just witnessed this for 
it, it, I, I'll make excuses for you during the pandemic, but we're out of that now. You're, you, you got live shows. You could do what you could do. You have all these girls together. Maybe you're going down that road like you're talking about. Why, why are we rewatching the build to the last women's match? Like, who, like, is, is this all, I mean, is this Omega? I don't, I mean, who, somebody's well, got him. How, how, doing anything wrong. I, I, I sent you the tweet. I, I listen, he's, tweet. bro, bro, if you, okay, hold on a second. Delusional. No, no, if you, hold it, delusional. Hold on a second. I, and I, I'm not all in on defending Kenny Omega over this women's program. I'm not. But you can't knock him for that tweet exchange. What is he supposed to say, bro? Oh, yeah, Nothing. you know, our women... Our women Don't oh, acknowledge it. All right, all right, you're right, you're right. I'll, I'm gonna, you know what? I'll leave it at that. You're right. He shouldn't have acknowledged it. I'm just... His his answer, he's got to answer that way, but you're right. That's probably the sure. way he should have paid it. He probably shouldn't have answered. Okay, I'm I mean, with the you. I showed him you're respect. Right. Don't get you're me right. wrong. Don't answer it. No, no, you're right. He, I mean, Kenny didn't go after him, no. but you, I, you're probably right. He probably should have just ignored it. Because now you put more of a spotlight on something that's, I hate to use the word, a stain on your show. That's <laughs> a stain on your show. And you're putting a spotlight on it, saying there's nothing wrong with it. Guys, it's you not a stain. It it's it's a, it's a poop break. If it's a stain, you didn't wipe your ass. So wipe your ass during your poop break. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just... It's not so that bad. I mean, it's not great, but it's not... I mean, you're making it out to be like it's fucking dog Dude, it's shit. bad. Dude, it's bad. It's, it's not. Bad. It's not good. I. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Where are we headed? I'm not here. Edwards, you got anything else about this shit show? I mean, let's. Nope. I mean, why do? We, I mean, we probably shouldn't even have spent this much time on this women's stuff. Not because they're women. It's just because it's not good. I mean, nope. there's no. It's not. You're, it's it's not. You're, dude, you're exactly right. When you brought up the NXT women's stuff, is better. I, of course, I, I'm with you. Hard to watch. And again, I mean, dude, give me, give me, give me Tegan Knox, give me Dakota Kai. And real Ripley any day over that shit show that I just had to watch tonight. I mean, I, just, I mean, we just, we, I mean, we could go knockouts. Come on, we've been doing this forever. It's, it's. Just, oh, even Impact, yeah, exactly. You know, so, so now we're going into Darby Allen. I found this video a little odd. You know, I had a couple questions on this one. I mean, it's, it's about Tony Hawk. <laughs> you know, it was Damn cool right. seeing Tony. Cool seeing Tony Hawk out there. <laughs> Um, our, I mean, that's you know, a big then, spot. It's again, it's just a big spot for them, though. Yes, exactly. You know, not many could clear to wrestle, so he's doing his skateboard tricks thing. You see him struggling with it. I just think then he's he finally. A, hits I think he's like a lunatic. Like, is he losing? Like, are we supposed to think that he's losing his mojo? Is like something wrong with them? Like, I don't know what to get out of that video. That I, I, no, that honestly, we saw. I, I, I don't but know I. What what, I, what was I supposed to get on that? This is this is one thing I'm going to defend him on. I think that was the point of it, though. Right. I, I, obviously, the uh, oh, we, we're bringing Tony Hawk in, you know, views on YouTube and TV and everything else, right? So we all we all know why Tony Hawk's in the segment, but we're bringing Tony Hawk in. What? Who do we put him in with? Oh, Darby, right? A skateboard, the whole thing makes sense. Boom. So we put him in with Darby, but. Out. This is what I'm going to say. What segment have you seen from Darby where it makes sense? It's like chaos. It's anarchy. You know what I mean? Like I hate right. using that word in the time we're in, but right. wrestling in wrestling terms, I, I think that's the point to Darby. Though I don't, I don't think you should understand him. I think he should be like uh, an enigma. You know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe I'm reading too that's much into work. it. 
Ed Edwards, I mean, your, your thoughts about that? I know this, this guy's right up your fucking alley, Tony Hawk. You love Darby, you know? Boom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was a big Tony Hawk guy back in the uh, the high school days. Who wasn't, I, though? Come on. Who did Wrecking it? myself on did rails he, and all that. He's the fucking <laughs> Babe Ruth of skateboarding. He's the Michael Jordan yeah. of skateboarding, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I hear what you're saying. It doesn't have, like, uh, I don't know, wrestling meaning, really. But if that's what they're trying to do with Darby, I mean, okay, you know, so be it. And I, I know he keeps saying this enigma word, like he's, you know, the next Jeff Hardy or whatever. Um, I I don't know. I mean, it was weird. It stuck out. It was like a sore thumb yeah, for me. Yeah, just you know? really the very, Like, I dig all the stuff that Darby's doing on his videos. This one just seems so out of place that right. I don't know. I don't know where they're going with them. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, because you read you read all the stuff on the internet. It's like, okay, you know, well, should stick, it, should it, should stick, he, you know, shouldn't he be calling out Taz and Brian Cage right now? I mean, even even, even, even yes, even though they're they're heading into a title match, shouldn't that be like the subplot? That's yep. what I thought a couple weeks ago when he dropped Taz's name, like you know, Cage's name. You know what I mean? Forgetting, you know, so I just, I just thought, I thought that's where they're going, but after this video, I'm like, uh, okay, this uh, is one right, of, this whatever, is one the weird, the weird things where AEW like gives you like this little like push to something, and you're like, hmm, right. they're going somewhere, and then you just go away from it. Now, and I tend the, to overthink stuff, the, man. So I, I know, no, 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 yeah, yeah, you know I, I mean? I, no, 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 but in this situation, I don't think you are though. I don't think you are. No. I mean, I think no. they. The stories that they let play out are very good, but they're not letting everything play out either. And, like, this, what we're talking about now, this is not, like... I'm not going to give you that COVID-19 pass on this one. Like, there's... No, not like, this one. No. So, no. you built... You built... So, like, timeline. Let's look at the timeline. You had Darby losing to Cody. Um, then you had Taz trying to... Reel him in or or, fucking with him, whatever it is. Okay. Then Taz brings in Brian Cage, who targets Darby in in the ladder match, right? Yeah. So even if Brian Cage now has a title shot, wouldn't Darby Darby Allen be targeting Taz and Cage? Yeah. You would think. Yep. That's the impression they left us with. Who knows? That's Listen, they may, you know, who, who who knows? Maybe Darby costs them the fucking title match. Maybe they get there somehow. All I'm saying is, if you don't get there, what was what was the point of all that? All the task stuff. Right. Yeah. Boy, what was the point? Boy, the point is, there's no payoff again. This is what we're talking about wrestling. Where's the payoff? There's no payoff. You, the payoff can't be a ladder spot in that in that ladder match. That's not enough for the story they told. Where do we go from there? Oh, to the only woman in that division that that's worth a damn, Britt Baker and her video package. How dare you say that about Penelope Ford? She's worth a damn. <laughs> She's the not sexiest, there yet. The sexiest <laughs> pin I've ever seen in my life. Do not undersell <laughs> Penelope Ford. I will not allow you to do it. Go ahead. So, you know, another package like you got last week just to keep her... Keep her out there, which I think they're doing a good job. And, you know, I just, uh, you know, they're keeping her relevant. 
you know, in, 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 in these video packages. And I just don't understand why they're not doing these similar video packages with their women's champion. Mm. I just, it's yeah. mind-boggling. Fair Do point. the same thing with her. I just don't get it. And then uh, more people will be invested in her. I agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. I just don't get it. I, I, I just don't get it. 100% correct. And the other thing is, Tony is doing a fair job of selling her ordeal, too. Shivani. Yeah. You know he's yeah. he's right he's right there. Where where's the advocate for Sheeta? Like, it sh- I mean, honestly, it should be Kenny Omega. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just my. I mean, she. Everybody sees the connection, right? And everybody know. I mean, obviously, they're they're very aware. They're very aware of what people are saying and posting about AEW on social media. I mean, it's it's plainly obvious because they they react to it. They, you know what I'm saying? They they don't no sell anything. I mean, I mean, obviously right. they everything. everything. You know everything. what I'm saying? Is the the major points that they get attacked on in social media or people agree with? They they're very aware of all that. I mean, they made that point that they were going to be aware of it. They told you they're going to be aware of it. Mm-hmm. So they, yeah. they got to know they got to know what's going on, and they got to know we know Omega's connection here. And she's doing V trigger. Just say it's V trigger. You know, you yeah. know, you know. Have Kenny Omega cut her. And not only that, for the people who don't care about Sheeta, if they see Kenny Omega holding her up, winning a title, it's it's yep. just elevating it. Absolutely, I agree. I just, I, I, uh, I, it's just mind boggling. You do it for one, but you don't do it for any of the others to to elevate that division. Yeah, I just, you know, what what, what do we know? So this takes us into the. Uh, I was looking, uh, looking forward to this match. This is we get into the six six tag six man tag match of uh, of the inner circle against best friends with Cassidy. And uh, you know, I thought it was a decent match. This this match took took Jericho off commentary mm-hmm. at the end. Um, I thought it was interesting. You had best friends and Cassidy go over. On Hager and uh, the inner circle, and for me, I think that continues with this shows that they continue with this program. Um, it keeps inner circle busy because one of the questions AC and I had is after the Stampede match, what's next? Mm. What do you do? So keeping them busy with with best friends and Cassidy, but also I think it elevates best friends to that that. The type that uh, I hate to use the word class, but that height of the of wrestling on the card. They're not with the with the bottom feeders per se, lack of a better term, but they're up at the higher tier type of wrestlers. I mean, so I think it puts them in a different, you know, it gets them up there, kind of elevates them at the same time. Okay, first, so for, I'll, first I'll say. Funny commentary when they were talking about Trent Beretta, and they were like, "He's Trent, but he Dude, lost, but he lost his, his last, last name." Last name in a poker match. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was, was good. good. I thought that was, I thought that was very funny, and, and, and I, it's honestly like, it's like a year, it's like a year, it's like a year overdue. Like, I mean, let's be honest. Right. They'd be calling him Trent for a year, and they finally decided to like acknowledge it. You know what I mean? Like, but it, but it was very funny. So that part was good. Here's the thing, though. We're we're when you when you watch FTR in the middle of the ring with with the Young Bucks with Hangman and and Omega and you have um, 
you know, you have yeah, other tag teams involved. At that point, are you thinking like, oh, that could be, uh, you know, best friends? I, I, I don't, I, I don't look at them in that light, bro. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I know they're on a winning streak, and and they had all these matches, and they were there during the lockdowns and all that. But I just, for whatever reason, I when I see these tag team title programs, the bigger programs. I don't view best best friends on that level. I just don't. I don't know why. I just don't. Uh, man, I don't know. I I want to go against you on that, but I can't really because they're not. There's obviously a clear upper echelon in their tag division. Yeah, I like them. Like I'm, I'm just sitting. They're here not bad. That. They're not bad. I'm just. Yeah, I'm just sitting here thinking that, you know, the tag spot that happened earlier in the show when the Elite came out, I totally forgot Santana and Ortiz. I totally forgot, you know, at the at the time, Best Friends. Private Party. And then they're on here. So are they almost too loaded in the tag team division? Or are we actually going to see a trios, trios division? Because... Ding, 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 ding. Okay, okay. Okay, That's because they, they are they have so many teams and they're all pretty yep. good. Yep. Yeah, they're, yep. yeah. They see you're going to that. They're just dude. Fuck the listen. <laughs> I've been saying it forever. <laughs> fuck the trios titles. Fuck that. Fuck no, dude. Come on, it's too much. Freaking fuck those. They don't have the tag. They don't have the women's thing to figure out. They don't have the tag figured out. We got this fucking TNT bullshit. Come on, trios titles. Yes. No. I think they're gonna have to. I think they're gonna have why, to. Why? You know, why point. though? Why? Why can't you have a? Why can't you have some kind of blood feuds at times? Like, you, you know, what I'm saying, why does it always have to be a title match? See, this is this goes to your point about booking. I mean, look, the Dark Order isn't even there. You know, uh, oh, Pentagon. We haven't seen Pentagon in forever. I, he, this, I think he's injured. So. Oh, okay, okay. But this goes to your, you know, are we going to book with the divisions or the standings, or are we just going to book pro wrestling? Because now they have all these teams. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how you do this. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, I mean. You got to bring, I, I, I bring in a tag. You bring in the six-minute tag, it, it, it brings, it, it, it just adds another layer of to be creative with doing their, with all these teams. But see, I'd rather, I'd rather, happen, I, I, I'd rather, no, see, I, I, I'm okay with the three-man setup, like, uh, Triangle de la Morte, you know? Six-man so, tag camps. No, no, this, no, that's what I, what I want, though. I, I have no problem being, like, a three-man team where Lucha Brothers are tag champs and, um, and Pac is TNT champ or, or W, or AEW champ, you know what I'm saying? Why do we need this third title? Um, I, listen, I know they're trying to go to... All they're going to end up doing is creating a few more makeshift three-team, you know, tag ordeal. I don't well, know if there's uh, even enough teams to do it. I mean, well, okay, okay. Now what you what that company has it, has it worked, though? Can somebody explain to me when it's been good? It's never been good anyway. Okay, you have SCU. You have your... your say. Let's hear you say it one more time. Triangle say it. de la Morte. 
Okay. Number two. I'm just glad I can pronounce it. Best friends of Cassidy. Okay. Mm -hmm. You have the Hardy private party. Okay. That's four. Okay. Um. Who else? He's, he's, he's uh, going to pick up like anything you can put together. You can do. You can do the Elite. The Jurassic Express. The Jurassic Express. Yeah, I mean, do, I, uh, yeah. Natural nightmares. Cool. Yeah, you know so you, I mean? you can change hands a hundred times like every other new six-man tag team. That have no meaning. You're literally... Bro, bro, yeah, how hard is it? Get, do it. Like every wrestling company who's failed at this. Relevant. I don't... I, are they relevant, I think this recent run. I think this recent run in Ring of Honor too went pretty good with it. <laughs> All right. Hold, come on. Don't make me laugh. Dude. How, when has everybody made it out to be a big deal of a six-man tag title? It's never happened. It's Billy never Enterprises, happened. They got their own. They got. They made their own version of it. I mean, they made a big deal about it. I mean, yeah, they made a big deal about it. The, right. Nobody else. But I'm giving you one. But I'm giving you one. No, no, no. I'm talking about like big, like I, oh, whenever you ever like, oh, we're really into this six man tag match tonight. You know what I mean? Like I've been podcasting for five years, and, and for all those years, we've crushed these six man tag. The only the only company that even tried to do it right. Was Lucha Underground, and they got knocked for adding a girl into it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like their their trios titles were probably better than any of the six man bullshit we've seen. But then they started knocking them like, oh, they have a girl involved, you know. And but now you have a transvestite winning titles. But you know what I'm saying? Like it's just right. so weird how you, it, I, I'm not knocking Nyla at all I'm, by by that statement. I'm just saying is. I've heard people tell me like, oh, I had to stop watching Lucha Underground because of the. Uh, intergender matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fucking pro wrestling, bro. Like I get it when you when you're looking at uh, believability and suspending your disbelief, blah blah blah. And you're gonna say, hey, listen, I can't buy it when when uh, Tessa Blanchard beats Brian Cage just because you're oh, looking I can't at it. Right, but I'm saying you're looking at a human specimen versus probably the best female wrestler on the planet in fantastic shape. Right. It's it's right. not that believable, and we can all understand where that comes from. You, you know what I'm saying? But the idea in pro wrestling that you can't have intergender wrestling to me is just fucking idiotic. <laughs> You, you know what you know what I'm saying? I even think some guys would like uh, enjoy seeing a girl whip a guy's ass on TV. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's I, funny that you it's funny that you bring this up because I just that would I mean that would, I, I think I would like it better if they right. were just like you know what Nyla Rose joined whatever tag team. I mean, listen, apparently in AEW you could just throw three guys together and it's a great situation. So let's throw Nyla Rose with anybody, and she went and and they the three of them win a a, a, a trios title. Why wouldn't anybody support that? I don't see a problem with that. No, I don't. But but my point being is it was a problem when when Lucha Underground did it. I don't and know, they, but I don't they know. did it. They did it well, though. They were the only ones who actually captured it a little bit. But they didn't have fifty other million well, titles either. I think uh, that, I, I, that was my next question for you guys. How many titles a, are enough? Actually, if they do a trios, all of a sudden they have four. Actually, I think that'll be enough. 
Edwards, correct me. I don't. Did they have tight? I think they had trios before they had tag in in Lucha. If I oh I yeah, mean, yeah. I, yeah I don't even know if they ever did. did they I don't think do they two? did tag. T- I don't titles. think they did. I think they just had the trios. That was it. Yeah, I think they had. I think they only had three. Tri- I, they had. I, I they think you're, they I had think... three different title belts, and one and the the other one was the trios, but they didn't have tag. Right. And and, and you and you can mix women in. It was. I mean, I, to me, they're the only ones who did it right. I think if you add if you add the six minute tag, I think that's I think that's probably where they would leave it. I would. I would. I mean, I would hope. I don't see where they would add more. I don't see where they would add more. I would hope so. You know, I I don't. But yeah, I I think they're at least they're going to try it and see what happens. But I think I think having all these three man teams come in, I mean, right before coronavirus, I mean, it was prevalent. I mean, oh yeah, the whole whole freaking. Card. Oh, we we were arguing about it. Remember, we we were yeah. arguing about it every week back yeah. then. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I remember was, you guys doing be, that. Because yeah. before the TNT oh, I'll thing, I'll just happened. Him in it. I'll just gut him in it. He would. Just, oh, he would. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I take the beat. Yeah. yeah, because you knew it <laughs> fucking pissed me off. It, yeah. you, you knew it pissed me off. And it, yep. it, it, and I was I was I would tell the truth. I was more apt for like a TNT title, a TV yes. type title, than the three man title. So yeah. I, I'm not saying that. You know they listened to me because of course they didn't. It, it, it that happened because of COVID nineteen. We know that. I, I'm pretty right. sure they were headed down the path we're talking about with the three yeah. man championship. So I mean I I don't know I. I think I, there I, might be another team forming too, which we'll get to as the show goes we'll on. We'll get to, but I think yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, uh, yep. can, wait, can, here here's the, before we get there though. Before we move on. Do you think this? This is the sense I'm getting with AEW right now. I think that they are falling very short with baby faces right now. You have the 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 core of the elite are involved in like their own big thing, right? Yep. So that that's four right there. Um, Cody defending his title, Mox defending his title, boom. Jungle Boy is becoming a babyface, you know. And I'm not saying there aren't other babyfaces, but who are the other babyfaces? I'm going to – I'll kick it back to earlier. you got to get the tag t- titles off Kenny. Yeah. Yes. Adam. I agree. Yeah. Because yeah. there's two right there. Huge. Yep. Two, more. two huge here, ones right there. And here's my problem. You have Brody Lee, yep. Sean yep. Spears, and Lance fucking Archer sitting on the sidelines. And what did we say? Dude, they are so – Loaded. Man. What did we? What they did are we, loaded. I, they are, they but are. they're not. But you got to use them. Trying to find their way. You, you got to use them though. Trying to find their Bro, way, this is this is this is what and, I was screaming. And Brody Lee. Hold on. This no, is what the, I, I said. Brody Lee. This this is what I said. Brody Lee. This is what I was screaming about before the fucking match at the pay per view when I said Lance Archer should win because because this is what they've been doing. With listen, Cody has a few to everybody. The only problem is when they lose the Cody, they're put on the back burner. Sean Spears has done nothing significant without Cody. Yeah. And even the yeah. one thing they almost made it significant, they made it into a clown ball show with 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 Dustin, and it, it's a complete well, ball show. They know, but they know they know sold it themselves. Okay, whatever, that's fine. Right. 
But you, dude, and now you got the same thing with Lance Archer. Lance Archer was super. Literally, everybody, I, dude, I'm in wrestling groups on Facebook. Everybody's talking about Lance Archer and hottest heel in wrestling. Nobody's talking about him right now. He loses the match for Cody. He's not on TV. Then he has a, 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 a you know a pre-recorded segment of you know smashing shit with Jake Roberts. And then this week he's sitting in a crowd with Jake Roberts, and nothing else is going on. Dude, yeah. come on, dude. Come on. You can't do this. What, it, it, what else? Now, now I'm going to fucking agree with you. They bring in Brian Cage, put him in a title match. What happens when he loses? If he loses to Moxley, what mm. are you going to do? Send Lance Archer after him and then put Brian Cage in the stands? That doesn't make sense to me. They need to get they need to get more baby faces out there for these matches. Dude, dude, it's not time well, to add any two. more titles. You got two. If you take those tag titles off, you have two. Well, we went, we were already there. We all, we're all in agreement. They need to they need to rectify that right now. That would help. They need to rectify that right now. I get it. Yeah, they need to do that as soon as possible. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, that would help. You know, adding Kenny Omega to uh, you know Brody Lee or Cage. I mean, that would help. Well, the other you know thing too mean? is you have a, you have a baby face and and Hardy. Yeah, even well, in all his, even in I mean, all now his, he's got his, now he's got his we're, hands on yes, fire yeah. party. He's got his hands on Sammy G. Right, mean, what we're are gonna do it. Right, but we're gonna. Yeah. I, I don't dislike any of it, but the problem is, no, I you, don't either. What 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 but, would be better? What would be a better utilization of Matt Hardy right now? Matt Hardy torturing Lance Archer and Lance Archer having a a, a program of Matt Hardy coming out of that one loss. With with mm. with Cody Rhodes, he, he's still like, oh, he's in a major program. A Matt Hardy, and yeah, Matt Hardy, Jake the Snake, and Lance Archer. I mean, could that not be a better situation? And, and I don't. And I'm listen. I think it elevates Sammy Guevara too. He's Jericho inner circle boom, but now Matt Hardy's going after him. It elevates it elevates Sammy Guevara. I'm not trying to take that away from him. I'm just saying is you when you 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 basically have tied. So many baby faces into that inner circle storyline that you have all these other heels that aren't involved in it with no baby faces to have a program with. No, you're not right. You're not. I mean, you're not, sorry, you're not wrong. Like to I me, mean, Lance Archer should have fucked up three people in the last three weeks. That's what I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a win or a loss. He could be doing that. That's that's on them for not doing it. I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming him. You know, no, no, no. What no, I'm saying is he could be coming out wreck shopping during matches because he's mm-hmm. fucking pissed off. Yeah, what yeah, yeah, right. things you could do. Awesome. Yeah, I agree with you. These you know, throw oh. that jobber pineapple sitting in the stands, man. Throw him. To, to nah, well, shirt. we but we've seen that. I, I actually your your idea oh, I that see it again. Your, you, no your idea that you just brought up was perfect. Have him fucking interrupt the matches. The match is going awesome. And here Lance Archer comes yeah. up and fucks up both guys. Gets back dude, on, man. Dude. How he's sitting in the have stands. Him, what the fuck? Have him, do that, have him do that in a Jungle Boy match. Because right now, Jungle Boy, he's putting on some solid matches. You, you know what? Have, you, him come you, down, have him come down in a Jungle Boy match. Squash the shit out of whoever Jungle yeah, Boy is. Yeah, DQ. And Jungle Boy. Yeah, DQ. And Jungle Boy. And then all of a sudden, Luchasaurus comes out, and now you got a spot with Luchasaurus and, and Archer. 
I think he needs better than Luchasaurus. So I mean, I'm, I think a, I think he needs a bigger. Good sentiment. Good sentiment. Good sentiment. I agree. Uh, it's, and it's you're a, getting our and to get Luchasaurus out of the shit show jungle shit that he's into, and now he could be a big player yeah. because, dude, his little his little uh, back and forth tip tap with Cage during that during uh, during that that ladder match. It was good. Match, it, it was good, dude. They are underutilizing Luchasaurus tremendously. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe that's how they should have brought Cage in with a battle with him instead of going for the title right away. You know, who knows? Mm, I you know, I, I, I mean, it's a, so when when we did when we did the the post show, the three of us yeah. from the pay per view. Yeah, I was under the assumption when we were arguing about Cage getting a title shot. I was under the assumption it was like Money in the Bank, where you cash in, you you, oh. you, you put your chip in whenever you can. I didn't realize they were going to do it the next fucking show. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, man. Fucking, I hate it. I hate it. I, honestly, don't get me wrong. The only, and and Max has been great. Max has been, no, and Max has been great too. But I, I feel like the only way I'm going to love it is if Cage wins. Yes, the yeah. only way. <laughs> yep. That's the that's the spot they put themselves in. Yeah. Well, they they have a lot of ways to the way a lot of ways Fun. to go if he does win. But they got to get the titles off. They got to get the titles off. Omega and and we're getting close to it, but All I right. got an idea. Yeah, let's move, let, move on to the next segment. We'll go. All right, so this takes us into a segment that Tony just wanted to interview Billy Gunn, and all of a sudden MJF just goes ape shit nuts, Great goes promo. out a promo, Great which promo. was solid, solid. I love MJF. I love Jamie. And then he shits on his kid, and that fired up Billy to the point where Billy, where MJF had to get Wardlow. So. MJF and Billy next week. Uh, then, um, then you can have tag match. I would rather have seen it a tag match, but it's one on one. Well, they may they may do it after. I'm saying they may keep going uh, yes. a little bit. I'm hoping that this. I'm hoping that this gets gets that this gets his kid more involved, and that's kind of Billy helping him guide him along. Yeah, uh, because you know what you know what I think. I think this is more about MJF and, and Wardlow. Uh, and Edwards, I want to hear your thoughts about it. The, the one thing I'll say is, like, it seems like, and I, I'm not saying I dislike it, that they're, it's a slow burn with MJF. He's so young, he's so talented, that they don't want to yeah. shoot their wad with him. So they're, like, giving you this, and they're pulling it back. And they're giving you this, and they're pulling it back. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily dislike it. They gave you a little tease with maybe Wardlow getting pissed right. off, but now he seems like he's firmly on his side. Um, to me, if, if that's what you're going to do with MJF, this is they're they're doing that well. You know what I mean? I don't know, Edwards. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you agree or not. No, yeah, I totally agree. And there's no rush for him. I don't think. I mean, we all could see it. We all call him. You know, besides Jericho, probably the best heel in the business right now. He doesn't, his, you know, he doesn't. His, his, his I'm sure he's going to run up against Cody at some point, you know. Yeah. To yeah. revisit the Cody thing, and when you know when that when they need to do it, they'll do it. I'm sure. Well, his so for pro- now, yeah, you know what? Let him let him go over Billy Gunn. His, yep. his yeah, I, I agree. His and his promos keep him very relevant. Um, mm-hmm. That's what you know. Everybody's looking for. He doesn't break kayfabe on Twitter, so he's a fun fucking Twitter follow. You know what I mean? And. I don't know if there's – he's such a throwback. I almost get the sense that everybody's like 
the people that really, I, I, I think our our era of wrestling fan, like our age group of wrestling fan, like us and all our friends, I think we appreciate MJF more than like the newer instant gratification. You know what I'm saying? Type of thing. Yeah, because you're not oh, getting yeah. instant gratification. From you know, MJF. you know. Exactly. See, it's, when, it's all about the build, right? When he says, "I don't need to flip to get over." Like I think there's a generation of fans that think like he's he's an asshole. Yes, he's saying that, but I I, I think they really believe it though. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like right, yeah, you know, yeah. They don't. They're not seeing like this is one of the most entertaining guys on the show for very for many reasons, and he doesn't right. need all the aerial assault. He doesn't need to be um, you know uh, uh, Flip Gordon or or um, Will Ospreay. You know what I mean? Or, or right. Ricochet. You know, he he just he does it in another way as a throwback, and I think our generation of wrestling fan appreciates that more. And you know, he's almost in a sense right now because he's not winning the titles. He's more like Roddy Piper, where he's like the constant, sure, yeah. you know, antagonist who doesn't have titles yet. His his ring is like his his title in the sense where he get he every every when you question him, he can always throw that out there. You you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the and the record works for him because he's like, hey, I'm fucking eight and eight zero oh, and one. You know what I mean? And he cheated to win, you know, seven of the eight. But you know what I mean with that. But that's what a heel does. It's it's just very old school, very throwback. It's just very good. I, and, and that and that's why I I'm not to cut you off, AC. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. that's go why ahead. I think you got to get Wardlow off MJF. I think they're gonna. I think they're and gonna I think do that's that. What setting up for yeah. I think hopefully. I think I think they're going to do them versus each other on like a pre-show or. As a you know yeah. uh, a dynamite main event or something to get to give Wardlow another big spot, but I, I think they're going in that direction. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I think they got to get them off, especially if especially if you you know if all these rumors, you know, if all these big pondicators out there that think that you know are trying to read the writing on the wall and trying to predict things, if you want to get MJF involved with say a Tully Blanchard, I don't think you do that. As well as if Wardlow was following him, I, I agree. I agree. I agree. If he's going to go for like a manager, um, but uh, because I see Tully you know, Blanchard all over MJF, you know what I'm saying. I, I yeah, but the thing, I don't know I, when a guy talks that well. I does he need a manager? You know what I mean? Like I, I almost that's where like I'm talking I, in a stable, not just solo. Yeah, manager. yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I would say this, and unless you're going to make him at stable, or you're going to make him and Wardlow a tag team, I think you got to break him up. I, I don't think Wardlow can remain his bodyguard no. type, because I think you got to get Wardlow in the ring and start getting so, You know what I mean? He's a big guy. He's talented. He's athletic. You have these other big guys, blah, blah, blah. You know, maybe he, maybe he develops into a baby face. Who knows? I, I, but you don't, you don't I, have a lot of... You don't have a lot of younger guys that nobody knows who could build into that big body style like he does. I mean, right. that, that's a yeah. huge asset for them. I mean, Edwards. He might be a good. Yeah, he might be a good. Uh, you know, mid card baby face. Just what you're saying. They right. they have a lack of baby faces. You yeah. know, that could be him. Oh, and, that's what I'm and, thinking. Because right now, I, I, oh, I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong. When. When when Tully ripped ripped into ripped into Spears, and then on the next show, 
you saw him in the car, and he hands him a box with the glove. I'm telling you that there's something that Tully is doing. And you put, you give Tully FTR, mm. MJF with Sean Spears, and Sean Spears is going to play the role of what Barry Windham played. You have your talker, mm-hmm. you have your antagonist in MJF. He's the flair. You have the enforcer kid. You have the enforcer kid in Spears because Barry Windham wore, wore that glove in the best version of the Four Horsemen was when it was with Barry Windham. And then you dude, had to tag Agree. Dude. Agree 100%. Uh, dude, I, you I, give I, me those four, <laughs> that, that dude, and you and you throw in either Arn and Tully together, and you throw those six in together, oh my god. You, you yeah. just, you have a dynasty right there. Yeah, yep. uh, uh, Dynasty. MJF is your AEW champion. Sean Spears is your TNT champion and FTR, you'll never take those tag belts so, off. So many, so many, so many AEW fans are listening right now and agree that they're gonna have to do it now. They're gonna have to do it <laughs> now. I mean, I can't argue with anything you said, bro. That is fucking wrestling. Was when was when Tully gave when Tully gave him the box with the glove in it. Yep. The first person I thought of was Barry Window. Yep, I heard That's I heard your show, and I was, yep, I was shaking my head as I was listening. That's who Tully is going to turn him into that. Because let me tell you something. When people talk about their favorite wrestlers, you rank their favorite wrestlers. Barry Windham, outside of Ric Flair, Barry Windham is my favorite wrestler. He is the most underrated wrestler. I thought John Cena was your favorite wrestler. Ever been. What's that? Get I the fuck you... out of here with that shit. <laughs> I, I well, who do you say? You. And I know what you said. <laughs> I Who said, did you say? I thought John Cena was his favorite wrestler. Oh, Cena. Right, right. <laughs> and, and, and I'm telling you. So mad right Spears, now. Spears could be that that guy. Yep. And, and, and it just, those four together fit. You said, because you both both said it. MJF, old school. F, FTR, old school. They're already going to have that chemistry there, man. Oh, God, I really want to see it. Dude, that's I so see good. It. Want it. Yeah. That's so good because I was literally um, at my fucking four horsemen. I got the I got the I got the package. Flair, Tully, Arn, and um, it wasn't. He had Holy. Tully. Yes, it was thank Holy you. Original. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I have the. Thank you. I have I have the the. They're still in the package. The toy figures. I have those yeah. four. Oh, nice. I got uh, Macho Man one, and then I got the Ric Flair signed sixteen time fucking signature on on his on his toy. Still in the package. And something I I, I my uncle found out. If you have a WWE signed item that isn't, you don't have like a certificate of authenticity. Authentic, Authenticity. You know what I'm trying to say. Authenticity. Uh, say that. Thank say you. that three times. I can't even say it once. I'm going to say it three times. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to Yes. I can't Don't say try. it. I'm, not, I'm try. done trying. So if if you have somebody from WWE or earlier who signed something, 
you could bring it or or send it to WWE headquarters, and they have some kind of system. Well, they were they will like auth, auth, authenticate it. Hmm. So my uncle had some Macho Man sign thing, and then Macho died, and he he had uh, you know message WWE. How do I? Blah, blah. And they're like, oh, send it. They all they authenticized it. And he was able to sell for big money. So I have that flare side, you know, figure. It's still in the package. I'm like, you know, if I, I, I don't really get in, get stuff to sell it. But you know, who knows? Down the road, see what it's worth. Get it authentic, authenticated by the WWE. Hey, I don't know, man. They're bad terms. They may not authenticate anything over Flair right now. <laughs> I mean, they listened to the last couple of shows I did about him. They ain't authenticating shit, right? No, so I, that's what I, I mean. I mean, you had your different, different. You had your different, uh, different forms of the four horsemen, but the one that included Barry Windham, it was no, no nothing was more dominant and and even and stood out that was better than that version of the four horsemen. You got, you guys I are think re- these guys could do a, such a tribute to that. Yep. And then you add in the fact that, you know, they, you know, that four horsemen, you know, it, they went after Sting. They went went after Dusty and all that stuff. Well, that's where Cody comes in as the baby face. Well, that's where Kenny Omega comes in. Or whoever, Darby Allen, whoever, what are you to throw in there? But it's just, it, that's Cody's, that's Cody's cross to bear like so, those Dusty's. So before we move on to the next segment, I have a request. Yeah. I have a request. Yeah. And I will... Honestly, God's truth. I will produce it. I need White House Bleeding for Truth. Cool Truth. <laughs> History of the Four Horsemen. Come on. You guys Ooh. can do it. I'll, all you got all you got to do is talk. Hey, I'll, produce, I'll produce the whole thing. I'll make it... I'm all, I'm all about the old school. Can we set that up? Can I'm we set that up? I, I think we could get that done. I all right. So. All right. Just... No, because I'm just sitting... I'm Me, as a fan, listening to you guys talk about that era, which, I mean, not that I'm that much fucking younger than you guys. I'm not that much. But I I don't know. And maybe I got into wrestling later. I just... That was... I didn't. I didn't really live that. You know what I mean. So when I hear you guys talk about it, I'm like, damn. Like, like uh, bleeding for truth, Edwards. When you did when you did your show, uh, the first War Games match. And you're, yes. When you break that down, like I, I, I listened to your show and watched the match at the same time. You nice. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, yeah, yeah. and I really got your thoughts, and I'm like, that wow, was one of the so one cool of the that you lived that. Here. You know. And then this guy, he's. You guys are the fucking same time frame, you know what I mean? Well, you know, the thing is, is, when people talk about, oh, you know, yes, Ric Flair is, like, the best heel of all time, but you want to you you go back and watch a program about how to be a heel? Go back and watch when when Tully Blanchard was, was the TV champion, and he was having a program with Magnum TA. Oh, God, yeah. Dude. Dude. <laughs> oh, jeez. Dude. Before they put Tully Blanchard with Arn Anderson, Tully uh, was on the rocket ship to be that Ric Flair man. That's mm-hmm. how good Tully Blanchard was. Mm-hmm. And then they put him in a tag team because Ole didn't want to wrestle anymore. So then they just put him with Arn. That wasn't wasn't supposed to be that way, right? So, Tully Blanchard 
when you look at one of singles competitors, how good he was as a tag team guy, he was even better as a singles guy. I that's what agree makes, with you. Yep. That's what makes Tully so underappreciated as well. Just as, mm-hmm. he, he's my he's my one B to Wyndham's my one A. Wow. Yeah. As the most underrated wrestlers. All right, there's your there's your sneak preview to the cool blading White House Edwards truth. Oh. We'll, we'll, we'll get it done. Four horsemen. Uh, whatever. History of the four horsemen, whatever you're going to call it. Hey, no, dude, hey, listen, don't, don't, I want you guys to go from the beginning all the way to like fucking, you know, Dean Malenko and, 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 um, Chris Benoit. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, yeah, go through the dude, whole thing. Do you, uh, AC, uh, not the rabbit trail and all, but, uh, four horsemen is my favorite, my, my, my favorite group, but do you know who gave them that name? Gave who that name? You know how they? You know who gave the, that four horsemen name? You know where they got it from? I don't. It was an interview that Arn Anderson, Ric Flair, and uh, Tully and Oli were having with Tony Schiavone. Really? Tony Schiavone. Wow. Dubbed them the four horsemen. Well, they dude, listen. Stop there. If, if listening to that, this is going to be like my commercial for the show. If listening to that doesn't make you want to watch the show, I can't, I can't help you anymore. So let's let's do this. Let's take a 30-second pee break, and we'll be back. A.W. Dynamite, Cool Truth, the whole thing. Edwards, White House, AC. We'll be back. 30 seconds. Quick break. You're listening to a Cool Truth podcast. Production. What's up? What's up? What's up? We're back. Cool Truth, AW Dynamite uh, review show. Edwards and White House with me. White House, where are we headed for the next segment?
I always forget their name too. I don't even mad at you, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. I got the fat one. I don't know the short one. <laughs> Very judgmental. Yeah, um, before we get into that real quick, because when we came out of the break, I I forgot to explain the commercial spot. Um, It was was pretty much a shout-out to my boy, uh, the one and only um, Diamond Dave Rosenbluth from the Kicking Out of Two podcast. Uh, We had a conversation earlier in the day, and it was kind of funny. So I added something into the commercial spot to bust his balls, and I forgot to say why it's there. So it's there to bust his balls. But if you're listening, of course, on Retromania Wrestling Podcast Network, you know Kicking Out of Two, so you're in the loop. Anyway, I'll move on back to uh, what we were talking about with the match. Uh, listen, Sammy, I, I think we're to the point where Sammy needs to get some wins, so I kind of like that he got a win, finally. Um, and I'm not a fan of Cole Cabana. And, and listen, uh, Hollywood, you made a great point to me when we're texting. If Cole Cabana is there for this reason, I'm with it. Yeah, because people hold Cole Cabana in a certain regard. Uh, and Sammy gets a win. This is kind of a win Sammy needs. Beautiful. Uh, there was a couple weird spots. Uh, the match wasn't that great. Uh, I, I've seen better work from Sammy. Uh, I don't know if this is the best opponent for him. Cool. Matt Hardy comes out, like you said, goes through the three Matt Hardy people. At first, I'm like, wait a minute, is is Matt Hardy trying to steal Guevara from Inner Circle? Which is basically five seconds after I texted it, what he said. But it kind of, it progressed from there, where now I'm like, alright, I see where this is going. We're going to get a big... Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara match. And that piqued my interest a lot. A, because Matt Hardy's here. He's obviously heavily involved in these big programs and everything else. We see Sammy Guevara. He's in his big problems programs. But what would it do for Sammy Guevara to have this build to a match with Matt Hardy and actually win? Do you think we see that, Hollywood? How great would it be? Right. No, I think I, I, I think it's good for Sammy either way. But if he if he wins, this is nuclear. It's kind of nuclear for him, though. If he wins, 
Because that would... Him winning this program with Hardy, I think, would elevate him. It, it would it kind of erase all the losing he's done. And But he's basically fighting the best of the best all the time. White House. What what do you um I agree with you and what do what do you guys think about you know you got like you said maybe there's a babyface turn for Sammy Guevara which would be the target of you know younger females I would guess and, you know with AEW you don't know what their target is but <laughs> anyway you know turn, turn <laughs> we're gonna go there <laughs> this keeps coming up. Anyway, what I'm saying is, Sammy Guevara, good-looking guy, blah, 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 he's the heel, which is, he's the hated wrestling guy, right? Like, every guy every guy who's in his mom's basement, every guy who eats, you know, 48 chicken wings every day, you know, all the shit that they say to fat guys in a wrestling crowd, right? You know, shout out White. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, getting 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 back to my point, he's he could turn babyface, especially with this younger woke crowd where you're attracting more females and everything else. I I could see a very easy way to make a babyface turn for Guevara, which would be great. Um, I, big, yeah, yeah, um. Because you, you almost like, you, we've talked about it already, where you have uh, uh, Sabian, fucking uh, Penelope's guy, Sabian, right? It, him and him and Sammy are basically the same character, only Sammy's way better at it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, so uh, there, there's, I think there's a lot of opportunity with Sammy, and I think they see that, and that's why he's with Hardy. I'm just interested to see where they're going as far as, like, the big push for him in this one, you know? Yeah. No, no, absolutely. I I, I didn't even... I mean, who saw that coming? You know, I know he, he was kind of like the stepping stone. He's winning a derby, you know, had some matches with Cody. But he was kind of like... They, they haven't gone this far with him yet. Now they're going him with... Dude, him with Matt Hardy's huge. Huge for him. No, he made he's he's had matches. This, this is this is starting to play out now, you know. You didn't like it?
Well, I mean, he was drinking. He was down on his luck. You know. I I, I don't know. I listen. This is something different for Joey Janela. So why not? You know. You know. They they put him in the main event with with Moxley because it's it's fucking CZW hardcore. You know, kill each other match, and and he's he's a fucking nut. He'll do it. You know what I mean? And that's that's kind of all you saw him as. And then Sabian steals his girl. She kicks him. She hits him in the dick. You don't really get like this story that they could have done with 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 Janela, and probably for Sabian too, for Kip Sabian and Penelope. To me, that would have been a great program. They never went all the way with it, and well, maybe, maybe, maybe because it's it's you know it's you know kayfabe in real life. You know, I I get it, I get it. Maybe that's probably the reason why. Point being is, this is something they could have they've never done with Joey Janela. This is another side we're seeing, and what they were showing, kind of him doing shots and. Down on his luck, and like I was there, and I'm here. I don't know. It kind of made it kind of made a lot of sense to me. I, I got to see what else they do with him. I'm not the biggest fan of his work, but who, dude? Who knows? You hit you hit it right, and you got something big. Uh, it, it's something different. I don't know Hollywood how you feel about it. Why are you guys hung up on these three bad teams? I have, a, I have a lot for Lance Archer to do, and he was sitting in a fucking chair watching with J- fucking Jake the Snake today, all right? So, oh, yeah. Good, good, good. They didn't show any balls tonight, right? But but that but that that was my point, and I, I don't know if I made it that strongly earlier. That was my point with Lance Archer doing nothing. We've seen this. We've seen Spears disappear after being like, "Holy shit!" If Spears wins this match, you have this great program. They didn't do it. He disappears. Holy shit! If Lance Archer wins this program, oh, it could be crazy. It could be this match. Blah blah blah. He didn't do it, and now he's kind of disappeared. It's like, it's almost like when you used to bitch about John Cena. We're all, we got this built up guy. Cody beats him. Is Cody, you know, is Cody pulling out the shovel right now?
Wait, or what? What? Wait, what has what has MJF done? What have MJF done since he beat Cody? Nothing. What is, dude? Archer did nothing. Spears did nothing. His brother did nothing. <laughs> dude, I mean it's. That's it, it, it. If you want to kill John Cena, be fair, motherfucker. What? Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on. He he's made people shine. Well, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Hold hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Your version of putting them on the map was literally my argument for John Cena. Literally the same argument. You're you're telling me that because well, hold get out of here. Hold on. You're telling me because they were in a program with Cody Rhodes, it puts them on the map. That's literally was my defense of John Cena. If they're in a program with John Cena, they're on the map. You're you making my argument for me. You're making my argument for me. <laughs> Two? 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 <laughs> and, dude, nobody's come out of a program better. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Who's coming out of a program? I, I'm not even trying to knock Cody right now. I'm really not. But let's let's be real for a second. <laughs> I, I am because, I mean, facts... Listen, the facts... When you, when you spit the truth, the facts have a way... Of, Coming to the forefront. A lot of people in the media should learn it. No, no, no. Spitting the truth. Let me... Dude, let... Who... Who is coming out of these programs better from having to face Cody Rhodes? They get buried. Not only did he lose to Cody, they get buried after. He lost, he lost to Cody and Dustin. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You, you know what I'm saying, though. Come on, come on. Let's be fair for a second, dude. My my, they supposedly, but I brought up a lot of examples that are very fucking similar tonight. Have I not? And and never mind. Move on. Whatever. If, if I say it, it's going to be World War Three, so go move on. I love you, bro. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, is this... Again, is this... 
Brody Lee lose to Moxley, and then this is this is what's next. <laughs> we don't we don't have any plan. Like when he, he, dude, this is this is my fear for Cage right now. This is why I'm totally agreeing. No, no, I'm agree. Listen, I'm I'm re I'm re. I told you I. Agree. Everything that's happened from now since then, I agree with you on your sentiment coming out of the pay-per-view. So if Brian Cage loses, we're going to go to into the land of nothing? I mean, let's be honest. you just you got to call it how it is. This is what we're seeing. It is weird. I don't see. I don't. I, I, dude, it's very weird. No, I know. Yeah, that dude. Dude, dude, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What, while you were leading into what you were saying, I was literally like, this is like they wrote it five minutes before it happened. You, you know how we used to say that with Vince? Right. This, we used to say the same shit about Vince. It's like, it's like, all right, uh, that just happened. Oh, you know, like Tony Khan has these like little fucking like uh, antlers that come out of his head. These little like antennas. And he's like, oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, that's what it kind of seems like sometimes. Like, throw it out there. Hey, throw it out there. You know? I don't know. We have a TNT title match next week. And then we have the Sex Gods versus Best Friends. And Best Friends are putting their title shot on the line for Fighter Fest. Now, how about this is the way you get the tag team titles off Page and Omega. The Sex Gods beat Best Friends. They go to Fighter Fest. The Sex Gods take tag team titles off Omega Page. I I I like it, but oh man, I just all right. Here's my thing with factions. I like the tag team of the faction to hold the tag team belts. I agree. You know what I mean? And now, uh, no, I agree. I agree. Because uh, that tag team is Satan Ortiz, obviously. Right, right, obviously. But if they're just going to be transitional champions to, I don't know, say FTR or the Bucks or you know, yeah, I would think it would be the Bucks probably taking it off them, and then FTR would be taking it off the Bucks, chasing the Bucks. Okay, chasing the Bucks. That to me would make would because you saw them tease them those two and I think you can keep them away from each other yeah 
and then you have FTR chasing the Bucks. I don't know. I just, I just think that it gives Sammy G some some shine. Obviously, you know, having some 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 title shine a little bit mm-hmm. gives gives the champion some gold as well. Um, but you're right, and that's the only reason why I didn't bring it up is because I feel the same way as you, Edwards. Right. Where in a faction, the legitimate tag team should be having the belts. Yes. Right. This, well, you're, if if you get if you put them on, yeah, it, it 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 would go against that. It would also go against. We're talking about like a transitional tag team that it's a makeshift, thrown together tag team that's not really a tag team. You're taking right. them off them to putting put them on the very thing that they are. You know, well, like no nobody's right. looking at it, like sex guys. It's funny. It's a tag team. I get it, but it's right. not a tag team. You know, it's not a tag no. team. But, um, but, you know, but if they were lost it to Santana and Ortiz, that's a different story. But what you're doing is you're taking care of the problem that was brought up of there's not enough baby faces I, I, with these heels. That will solve your problem right there. Well, you're just looking. You're, the only problem you're looking at is getting them off the tag. That makes things. sense. That but, makes but, sense but, but, but what they're doing currently. Uh, Eh, it, it maybe I mean they also bring in records and everything else. Like, does it make sense to just keep creating tag teams and overthrowing your supposed ranking system to have all these thrown together tag teams win all these matches? You know what I'm okay. saying? Like, it's just it's well, well, okay. You're, so you're confusing that, the issue, okay. though. Well, I don't see. I don't think you are. I. I How I, are you not? That, okay. I mean, we say it this way. You just they just they just made a match with the sex gods and best friends, right? They could have kept it just as that match. The fact that they put in now best friends are putting up their tile shot, you know they're not leaving that match with that. So now you're gonna put the Sex Gods in a tag team match if this goes the way I think it's gonna go. And at Fighter Fest You're, you're, you're. I don't see how you're putting him in that match because of them taking the the title shot off best friends. They're coming out of that match at Fire Fest without being the tag champs. Wait, so right? And you can't put the titles on best friends. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Again, oh, so, I'm not saying. I'm so you're, you're, you, you want to get best friends out of the match, and you want to get the title. So. Alright, so now I, I see where you're coming from. You want best friends out of the match. But you that also gets them out of the match. Oh, and then you want you guys said about the guys is one hundred percent true. So how do you get them out I'm, of that match? Okay, okay. I, I, I agree with you. So you get them out of the match. The second part yeah. of it is you get the titles off Hangman and Omega, even though you're putting on the Sex Gods who isn't a real tag team, that's your sacrifice to get the titles off. But not put them on best friends. Because what you do right. then, then by putting them on the sex gods, you're 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 staying away from the Bucks Kenny Omega thing. You're staying away from that. So now you've given a clear shot of the Bucks to get the titles off the sex gods. Or FTR. Or FTR if you want to go down that road. Hmm. 
Uh, it's fair. It's uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's. I don't think it's the only way to go, but it's it's a fair way to go. I guess. Well, it depends on how long you want to go. I'm only using the word only because we're we're like three weeks away from Fighter Fest. Well, we, I mean, we're five weeks away from the you know the second coming of the. Uh, Bubonic plague. So I mean, we got we right. got to get this stuff no, done no, quickly. No. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, how you know, in order to in order to utilize two talents back at their singles, back in the singles, which will free up more things to do. I mean, if you don't take them off Fighter Fest, then you're looking at what all out in September. Yeah. Do you want to wait that long? You can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't. I mean, they well, could do it. Well, they could do it on they dynamite. They could do it on the show, right? But I mean, I, I think I think uh, it makes a lot of sense to to do it at the next pay per view. Especially on t- it's, it's TV. You put in pay per view on TV. I'm expecting to see. You you know you're going to see one belt. At right, the right. Actually, it's really not a pay per view. It's they're calling it a pay per view, no, but it's playing it it's playing out free on TV in place free of dynamite, TV. right? All the time. That, that's a good that's point it. because this is a time to get some of the other guys over. You know what I mean? Right. If they're, they're putting all the titles on the line, I don't see Sheeta dropping it. I, I don't see you, you know Mox isn't going to drop it, or maybe he will. I I, I don't know. But I, Cody's I think, not dropping it. I think my heart wants to see Moxley drop it just because I love Gage. But I, right. I mean, my head kind of tells me that he's not and then and then i'm back to i worry about what they do with cage but go ahead right so then so right so then the last match oh, i forgot this one it's super bad death squad versus young bucks which i'm looking forward to watching that one because i'm really digging that super bad death squad i i i wasn't digging Sabian as a singles guy but i'm digging him with havoc as a tag team i'm, I'm really digging what they're i want doing. i want jimmy havoc to wear that white Suit with the blood. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want yeah, to wear the other bullshit he's wearing. I, yeah, that's what yeah. I want. So that's next week. So I, I, I'm. It's looking to be a pretty decent card next week. And you guys are going to throw in a couple, sprinkle in different things. But that's you know, there's a lot of tag team action going on there. And, and well, I, yeah. I, I mean, a, Cody and Mark Quinn. Well, that was this week. Yeah. yeah no. I, do, are we going to talk about? Oh that no, no, no. No, you're right. No, I'm no, I'm just fi- finishing oh. up from the. From oh, I, th- the I thought you, I thought you were taking it outside of dynamite. I'm like, no, no, no. no. Talk about the All right. Part. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, miss, I, mi- I misunderstood where you were going. Right. I missed the hand no, no, signal because no. we still had Mox interview, <laughs> and you know, you had the Mox interview next. He, uh, mm. I liked his attitude. I liked his calling himself a miserable sob. I, I like the stuff that he's doing. You know. Talking about Taz a little bit, and all of a sudden Taz comes out, Cage comes out, and wrecks, wrecks shop a little bit. Thought it was a good way to to build this this uh, wrestling match at Firefest. Thought it was a good job. Yeah, uh, Edwards, what do you think? I I loved this segment. I think it was I <clears throat> was it last week or the week before. I sent you a text, AC, and I said, "Boy, Moxley can really turn it on when he wants to." Yes, you know? yes, and then. Yeah. And one of you guys, maybe last week or the week before, I can't remember, said, uh, you know, everybody was down on Moxley, and now he, you know, he needs to get that. 
that thing, you know. And now that he's found that thing again, man, I think he's on fire. And then when Taz yeah. came out, and they're going toe to, uh, you know, toe to toe. Oh my fucking god! Good, yeah, very good. So good. Very good. Very good. They, I love they, it. I love the segment. I mean, these are they, these guys know what they're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, you know, they just they just know what they're doing. It's just very good. Um, and it's and we're elevating Cage now. Um, I, 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 you get the sense that Tony Khan was huge on bringing Cage in. He loves Cage. He wanted to put him in a big spot. I'm not saying that Cage is going to win because of that. Um, and I think they, if he loses, they need to be very careful about how they play it because here we go again, type of thing with with uh, with Cage. Well, is this, is this where you can put Darby back into the? That's well, I, uh, yeah, well, that's, well, that's what, what makes sense. Well, that's what I was saying uh, earlier. If he, yeah, if Dar- if Darby was the cost, cage the match that uh, that mm. protects cage, right? Yep. Moxley yep. still keeps the title, and then Cage and and Taz turn their sights on Mox or turn their sights on Darby, and they could go back to Moxley or you know Hangman or whoever later down the road, you know. Right. Um. So yeah, that. I mean, obviously, that's heel perfect. Uh, you know how how you want to work it here with these guys. Um, I don't know if you guys saw. Flip was in California this weekend with Cage. You know, because they're they're boys. You know, they they did European and Australian tag title runs together, flipping machines, the whole thing. So Flip posts this video, or maybe Cage might have posted it. One of the two, but they were together. Um. Working out on one of the uh, one of the historic gyms, you know, out in L.A. and the West Coast. There, uh, I'm watching Cage. I, I, I want to say it was like 585 pounds. I could be off. I, I, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Jeez. Squat. He squatted not once, but twice. Wow. And Flip was his spotter, and I'm just like, boy, if he couldn't get that, is Flip gonna? <laughs> You have to help him? Dude, dude, Flip, bro, I love you. You know I love you. But Flip, and he's put on muscle. But he ain't the biggest guy in the world. This motherfucker's squatting 585 pounds with Flip back there like, yeah, I got this. (laughs) You know, it was crazy. Dude, Cage is a monster. He really is a monster. I like his moveset, though, man. I like those fucking suplexes dude, he, he, he does at his he, size. He has, oh, dude, it's so fucking believable, man. I think I think I, he I needs. Love shit in the ring. I think I think it's good with him with Taz because I think yeah, Taz, I is, Taz is going to give him like that old school nature because he knows the lucha from Lucha Underground. He he knows the indie scene from whatever, and he's got some TV experience with with TNA whatever. But I feel like. Um, Taz will give him that old school feel that he he's gonna put it all together and put it on TV for uh, AEW, dude. It's dude, he's putting everything he learned together, dude. What, dude? Watch Ultima Lucha one. The, the Ultima Ultima Lucha one opens with Taz versus uh, the Mac. Remember, dude. Taz, Taz. Uh, with Cage in the Mac, sorry, not Taz. Open with Cage in the Mac, and and Cage gave you that, you know, Lucha Underground, Lucha style, 
and we know he could do the indies, and we know he could do TNA. This is the perfect opportunity if they do it right, where he 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 hits the mainstream, like mm-hmm. the savage that he dude. Who would not, dude? Every guy is going to be like, dude, I want to be Cage, fucking muscles <laughs> popping out of everywhere, yep. straight flexing, yep. you know, suns out, guns out. Thinking they're gonna have bitches all around them, you know, they, girls, ladies, beautiful women, everything, the, the the whole spectrum all around them. This is what, dude. This is this is like how you get like the wrestling fan like sucked in, the the Adonis that they never think they could be, you know. Mm-hmm. That's the old yeah, school absolutely. boom boom, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, dude, it, even even if Cage loses. They they can't do what they've been doing with Spears and Archer, it, you know what I mean? They, yeah, you can't just you can't bring them in. Yeah, they Bro- gotta protect them. Brody too. Yeah, dude. It, it's you're giving you're giving a neg- negativity fuel, which I mean I don't think most people want to be negative, but the the negative knocks gain fire because this is what's always happening, and we're like, yeah. here we are, big time fans. You know, our, our what we were talking about earlier, our kind of generation of fan and the, the kind of things we like and why we like, uh, you know, some of the stuff going on in the tag division, you know, old school, blah, blah, blah. You like... Yeah. What happened? Hello? I hear you, Edwards. Where did AC I, go? I can hear you, Jim. Did AC fall asleep? So, what, you know, that's just where I'm at with it. There you go. How you guys feeling? Okay. Huh? We... Uh- we couldn't hear you there for, for oh, 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah. So you going on some rant? Good for you, buddy. <laughs> I agree. Wait. We... I... <laughs> I agree. All right, so if you're listening, I have no idea what record. <laughs> I don't know if they're hearing you or me. I have no idea. So, because I, cool. I didn't. I... I thought I would do it. I was just going and I didn't hear anything, so I oh, kept going. Oh, we figured you were going. <laughs> you were going on about. <laughs> All right. <laughs> all right. So, 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 <laughs> so if you're listening to this on playback, which you all are, if you're listening to it now, and we recorded, so it's not live. So you're definitely listening to playback. I don't know what you heard and what you didn't hear. Either you heard those guys or you heard me. <laughs> and I don't even know where to go from here. <laughs> oh, video, Cody, Cody's video package again. Okay, all right, yeah, go. The fact that uh, all right, he's he's defending every week, and yes. uh, no matter what, he's going to carry this title, and he's going to be the working man's champ. So that leads us into uh, Cody versus uh, uh, Mark 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 Quinn, Mark Queen. Sorry, Mark Queen. And what was interesting about that is you had, again, you saw Matt come out with private party, um, and he, it was more of the Hardy Boys uh, gimmick he had going on there, 
look. So, you know, I thought it was a decent match, but I think we all knew what was going to happen. You know, Cody, uh, Cody, Cody, Cody wins, but he, but, you know, he got him to tap out. And then this is where business picked up. You had Hager come down. And I thought it would be more of he's coming out to announce that he's going to, you know, come out for tomorrow, for next week. But, you know, towards the end, you hear what he has to say about that. But he got inner circle brawl with private party, Matt and Cody. I thought it was a great way uh, to end the show. That's a little brawl. Cody gets on the mic and and says, uh, okay, Hager, you know, it's you and me at Fighter Fest. So, which I think will be a decent match. That's a, that's a solid mid-card match on that show. So I think that's a good, you know, that'll be a good, uh, good notch on Cody's belt trying to make this belt mean something. Like beating, beating Hager will do that. Yeah. That's my I mean, two cents. Then we're, we're, we're falling into Hager losing all the time in these big matches, but, um, I mean, Edwards, I don't know. How do you feel about that? I, I have a couple of thoughts about this match, but I, I'll, let, I'll let Edwards jump in because m- my thoughts are going to take us down a different path. Yeah, I figured that. Um, I think I might know where you're going. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought when they first announced it that maybe there would be a almost like a Kofi Kingston moment, like a coming out party for Mark Wen that he would just you know blow us away yeah and it kind of didn't happen I mean I no offense to him I think I, I actually prefer him in the tag team I, think I he's do great, too but, I do too but yeah I was kind of it kind of felt like a dud to me and here's yeah. here's my one thing um, I figured there was no you know since I didn't see that coming out party right off the bat I thought to myself, okay, Cody's not in any... I I have no fear that Cody's going to lose this belt tonight. So I thought to myself, why not make Mark Quinn and maybe go the distance? Maybe do a a time... Right. You know, time finish. But they tapped him out. And I thought that was kind of weird because I, I don't know why they, and maybe this will be a good segue into what AC is going to go into, I don't know why he was booked in the first place in this yeah. match. Um, you know, I, I'll kind of I'll kind of take the laugh stuff and move my way back, but um, not so much why was he in this match, but dude, like you said, even if there was a run out or whatever, uh, he looks stronger in it. You put him in it, make make him look really strong in this situation. I, I don't think they did either. Right. It was just like Cody's. This is Cody's random challenger this week, and mm-hmm. you know whatever, whatever, whatever. And listen, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to take this show down a, a different path for a second. Uh, we're, I, I I don't want to go overboard with it. I know it's a wrestling show. And a lot of times on the wrestling show, if you heard some of my other shows, you know that I'll talk about anything. But on the wrestling show, we try to stay away from the political stuff, which I tried to promise to do. But when the show brings it in front of you, um, listen, everybody has a right to do what they want to do, put it on TV, 
present it the way they want to present it. Um, I, I, you know, obviously a big supporter of the First Amendment and everything else. But the one thing I'm going to say is, like, do you want to have a fun, you know, wrestling show that just, you know, takes everybody's workday off their mind, you know, takes some, you know, teenager's school day off his mind and gives you that two-hour release? Or do you want to bring everything that's going on in the world into a show? And I'm not even gonna knock Mark Quinn for wearing a BLM thing on his arm. I mean, that's a different argument. I mean, that'll take us down a whole nother path, which I'm not gonna go. But I, I, Cody with the, you know, rainbow American, American nightmare symbol or whatever the hell he's calling it, the American dream nightmare symbol in this rainbow stuff I mean, they they they're already advocating for a lot with this wrestling show. How how far do we need to go with all this stuff? You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I don't necessarily want to knock. I don't want to knock messages that need to be said and all that. I'm trying to be PC. <laughs> do, does Cody really need to advocate or? Do that in this scenario, and the only I'm only I'm really only bringing it up too because I didn't like it when Finn Balor did it, and we made it on other shows. Like it's on the internet; anybody could look it up. It's there, probably somewhere on YouTube yeah, or wherever. Are, fucking dude, people I, accusing him being gay. Dude, I, I I listen. All I'm saying is we I, not we didn't even get into a gay thing with Finn Balor. Edwards, am I right or wrong? We didn't even get into a gay thing. Oh, the you whole, guys may all, not have, but the internet. No, no, no. I mean that, that he did it because he was he was coming out of the closet, I, dude. I don't I don't care if he's gay or not. I have no problem with him. Oh, he's, I, he's got a pretty hot wife, man. Dude, I, listen, whatever. I don't listen. That's his business. I don't care either way. All I'm saying is, my issue was: Do I really need Finn Balor from Ireland making political statements at the Super Bowl of Wrestling in the United States of America? If I'm going to ask that question, do I need Cody Rhodes making political statements? On, from Marquette's perspective, you know, it's it's a little bit... It, it's it's not even a little bit different. It's very different. With the right. conversation going on in this country right now, Marquette's uh, display, it's very different. It's it's very more prevalent uh, than what, what Cody's... It, it, let's be honest, it's a political statement. If I, if we're going to say that about Finn Balor making a political statement, I can't say Cody's not. I, it, <laughs> it, I know it sounds insensitive, dude. I just don't need it in wrestling. Like, just can we get can we get five minutes of a break from this shit? You know what I'm saying? And and that's not a knock at Mark Quinn. I get I get it. It's a you know that's a big issue right now. I understand. And but the like, dude. Like, I mean, when has this ever happened? Like, I, I, you know, it comes down to, I see all these people on social media and they're always like, they, in the moment, they like to post this stuff. And then it'll be like, oh, I've been that way my whole life. 
Alright, motherfucker, I've been following you for four, five, six, seven, eight years. And you ain't never posted anything like that. But all of a sudden, now that's like a national crisis, you're, you're, you know, you're a, a flag-waving member for the black community or any other community. It's all bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I, and it just, when you turn on AEW Wrestling or WWE Wrestling or Ring of Honor, and, and, and even some way I feel about this that sports is like, from our perspective, this is our release from all that. And and when when the company brings it to you, it's almost like, dude, like, why? He probably maybe maybe he's giving all the money to charity for the rainbow shirts he sells. I don't know, and and that would be a great thing if he did. I I, th- I think they said they are. I think they said they are. They okay. are. Yeah. And that's great. <laughs> The problem is, like, I just, I, I don't want to deal, I, I, I just want to watch wrestling, dude. I want to watch wrestling. You know what I mean? I, I don't, man, I don't, I don't have too much to say about it, but I think, like, the, the impression I got from Balor at the time, like, it just comes off as, like, pandering to me. Whether it's well-intentioned or not, and they're going to do it for charity and all the proceeds go, it still feels like, Pandering. Well, did he do it before or did he do it since? Who's no. that? Ballard. Oh, no, I'm Ballard. saying no. he didn't oh. do it before that, and he hasn't done it since. So right. So well, maybe it is what it is. But I mean, like, I just get the impression that, and I, I said something similar because I, I feel similar with the Ballard thing. Like, if you're an LGBTQ person, and let's say your favorite wrestler is Vance Archer. Uh, you're going to buy the Cody t-shirt because it's a rainbow? I don't think so. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get the the setup of it. Are you going to buy the, the rainbow Finn Balor t-shirt? Because, I mean, what if you're a John Cena fan? You're going to buy a John Cena t-shirt. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> no, but, but I'm, I, you know what I'm trying to say? I, it, it yeah. just, it's no, weird to me. Right. No, it is. It's just, it's just, I think, I think, I agree with both of you. And, my two cents is I, I, right think, we're, wrong, I think we're agreeing. Right, I don't right. Even think we're arguing. Right, about right it. or wrong or different, and maybe it's selfish of me to say this, but I I watch sports to escape from the shit of the monotonous of every day, and now we have the athletes and now wrestlers bring it into our entertainment, and and I think the question Anthony you asked, AC you asked is. When's enough enough? It's just I. It's just it's it's, it's it is frustrating. Well, it, it's because right, you let, want let to me, from that. Let, let me let me play to you this way, and it might, maybe that it, it'll explain my point better because I'm not sure that I got to it. And this is real. Uh, all the real athletes in the real pro sports, they're whatever they're doing with national anthems and everything else. Uh, put that to a side for a second, and put. The politics of that uh, to the side for a second. I don't look at pro wrestling as me watching the Yankees or the Giants or fucking Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? I, it's like it's like a separate entity where it's, but it's more towards like the TV show or the movie that I'm going to watch, where it's entertainment. And it, to me, it's like. Okay, so if your character, like if Cody Rhodes' character on TV 
was like Mr. Woke, you know, whatever. And he, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, if they made this, like, super woke character who's, like, a half politician or whatever, I want to use other words, but it's going to cloud the argument, I could be like, you know what? Not right. He's wearing a, you know, you know, uh, nothing about Cody, Cody Rhodes or the American Nightmare Cody on TV or in wrestling would say to me that he would wear that t-shirt. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm talking to... I'm, I'm not the personal guy. Uh, he probably would, which is fine. I'm just talking about his character. I don't get... You know what I mean? He's like... Amer- he, he's, he's, he's walked the line of heel babyface when he's beating his brother to bloody death. You know what I'm saying? That's the character. That's Cody. He's obviously the most over guy, but he's not afraid of violence. He's he's fighting other men. He has a really hot black wife. You know what I'm saying? And now he's Mister Super Woke, Rainbow Flag on my chest guy. Doesn't make sense to me. That's all I'm saying. Anybody else got anything? Go ahead, Jim. Not touching uh, it. No. Either way, we in. Either way. Listen, I, listen I'll, I'll go down this road alone. I don't care. No, no I, 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 you see, I can't sit here and, and say that I don't agree because you and I have had a conversation a lot more heavier than where we're trying to tread lightly uh, here. So I, I do agree. I, I just. Again, and, 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 and I'm saying differently. I just, again, I can feel selfish, but I mean, I know these people have this platform and they want to use it for X, Y, and Z. Dude, I just want to, I just, if I'm watching an entertainment piece, I'm watching it for a specific reason to escape, you know, to enjoy, but I'm escaping my everyday X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Uh, sporting events, same thing. You know, I. Yo, I'm dreading football season for many reasons. I'm not going down this road, but yes, and it's because it's taken away from I, I got, the sporting event. I got I something just, to say about that, but I'm going to say it to both of you off air because that's. Well, I just I, I, and, we don't I, we don't we don't have enough minutes left again, on the recording to go trying, there. I'm not again. I'm not trying to offend our listeners. No, no, no. no I know who's I know. listening to this. I'm not because everybody's entitled to their opinion. And here's the thing. That, that again, I, I'm not trying to sit on stand on my soapbox. This is what made, this is what made America great. This is what America was created on. Everybody was different. Everybody had different opinions. That's what made the world go round. But the difference is, we respected one's opinion, even if we didn't agree with it. That piece is now taken away from us. That piece is being stolen from us. And if I feel this way, is I'm supposed to be feel guilty for feeling this way but the thing is is I don't it's because I just when's enough enough man when is enough enough I just uh, it's just frustrating I just I don't need to see the armband I don't need to see the t-shirt just entertain man be your character dude just uh, it just I don't know man that's my feeling um that that was well said 
Right. Be your yeah. character. Show me wrestling. I want wrestling for two hours so I don't have to think of the bullshit going on everywhere. Give me the wrestling. That's all we want. That's what you got your social media accounts for. Right. I mean, dude, that's what it's for. And, and you have a bigger broad... Uh, but, I mean, just... What you're doing is you're alienating a certain... And I'm not putting myself in on a side, but by doing stuff like this, is you're alienating a group of people. And I don't want to alienate anybody, and that's why I'm trying to be careful what I say. Right. And that's what made Jordan so great. He didn't go down this road. He kept it to himself. And and he got criticized for it, just like Derek Jeter gets criticized for it. But they did it because they didn't want to alienate anybody or offend anybody. And I respect that. I respect these people and their in their in their in their decisions they want to make, but you know if the, what happens is, is if you don't agree with that, you're now labeled, and I just want to avoid that and just mm-hmm. I don't know. It just maybe I'm not saying it right. And, 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 but well, I, I, I mean, I, I I think everybody's getting to the same point, uh, maybe in a roundabout way. Because honestly, in this day and age, we got to be careful about everything we say. Of course, well, I don't want to offend anybody. No, know? of course, and and that, and that's not the point. The point the point of the show is not to, is, is not to offend people. I think it's to give an honest opinion. Um, and I, I I mean my honest opinion on it. Uh, again, not to offend anybody is I don't know that the character of the American Nightmare Cody is the woke. You know, rainbow flag guy, and that's all. I'm, that's really what I was getting at with this whole thing. Yeah, and you know, it's just, uh, yeah, it's an unfortunate day and age we're in, man. It is. It is. But th- th- that plays into the point, though. Th- it is the day and age we're in, which is why two hours of dynamite is a great escape. Because even when the yes. match started, I was like, "Holy shit, we're at the main event." And I, yeah. and I'm, I'm just watching it, and like all that stuff was out of my mind. And yeah. I'll be honest with you, I saw Cody's shirt, and then I, and, and, and it actually made me think of it because obviously uh, Keith Lee wore a BLM uh, tights at NXT, which listen, it's his right to do, absolutely, no, no mm-hmm. knock there. But he, I'm just saying he did it. I, I, I hadn't seen any of those statements yet on AEW. This uh, and dynamite tonight, and then in the main event, it's like you, you see multiple statements. It's like, whoa, hold on, where you know, we went from not doing statements to making statements. It just, I don't know, it just, it's just weird. I, I don't know how to say it, you know what I mean? I don't want mm. people to get upset. It just, it just, it, I, the, the point of the matter, and I think we all agree on it, is like we put on these shows to avoid. Those moments only be not saying they're not conversations that need to be had or whatever else. It's just we're we're putting on AEW. Like a perfect example is the text you sent me tonight, Edwards. Are we watching? Are we watching AEW or watching Tucker and Hannity? You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that when when you think about that, that's that's making. A statement there where are we doing the, are we doing the fucking political shit that's gonna make us crazy tonight? Are we gonna yep. 
take our mind off it and watch pro yes. wrestling tonight. Yep. And I think we may, I think that was this the, the distinction we were trying to make. And then these issues were brought back in by pro wrestling, you know. And I I, I don't want to put all it's not even blame. It's just an opinion. Uh, but I want to put all the blame on Cody. But I probably I, I don't know if I would have noticed the BLM thing. The Cody shirt tipped me off to it. The whole night, no matter who was wrestling, I it, none of that even sunk in. Like I was just watching a wrestling show, and it just became prevalent an issue in the main event. It was like, I don't know, dude. I I, I could have done without it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we got a. Uh, Couple minutes left here on the um, on on the, you know overall uh, overall where where are you guys at Let's let's do this first and I, I I got another question for you but let's do this first Edwards then White House right. overall where are you at with AEW right now um, You know just yeah, scale one to ten super excited what's going on or do you have some Thoughts, you know, fears about what's going on? Uh, I think I'm around a seven, and okay. it's only, I would say it's only that low because of a couple things that we talked about. You know, the women's division still seems a little uh, messy. Uh, tag teams uh, are loaded up. Are we getting trios teams? Um,. And, of course, we spent a lot of time on the big heels running up against people and then having nothing to do. Mm. So I'm trying to think, you know, to put it in terms of are we not booking out far enough and are we just winging it? Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't necessarily care for on-the-fly booking all the time because I have a feeling that's a, a lot of the problem that's going on. Yeah. Now, I still think they're doing... They're doing a hell of a job under the circumstances still. But, I mean, it just... There's a lot of stuff that just feels like you had a short-term plan, but you didn't go past it. So, that's... Yeah, yeah. yeah, That's uh, White House before we get to you. That's kind of where I I was thinking with you. um, Because saying you're at a seven, seven and a half, that means you're pretty satisfied... Aside from maybe some of the issues we raised, right. you know what I'm saying. So that mm-hmm. that's that's pretty good for them, and I don't think they're far off. I just think no. we see a lot of similarities that kind of annoyed us elsewhere, and yes. I think that's where some of the negativity comes in. Uh, White House, uh, where you know where are you at with that? We just basically confidence level in AEW right now. Oh, um. Uh. I'm I'm at, I'm around an eight, seven and a half, eight. I'll say eight. You know, I think my issue, my biggest issue is uh, is the women's division. You know, um, watching again, watching Takeover, and it's just watching those those ladies in NXT, and and, and I'm not even talking about the, the the triple threat. I'm talking about that six man. Ladies match to start the show. I mean, 
you mentioned it, and, and, and when we talked about the tag team match tonight, you know, who stands out of that match? You know, you try to find two to stand out of that match. Well, and that's what popped in my mind was that six ladies match, six that six women's match, you know, two popped in my mind, Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox. I get out of that match, the future is bright. Once these girls go up and up and above and do bigger and better things in the wonderful world of WWE Universe. I would read this six I would read New York called the wrestling right. school. You know, and that six ladies match, what I got out of that is the future no is sell. bright for NXT. Exactly. As the future <laughs> is bright for NXT. And and watching that and watching this, it's just they got a lot of work to do in that women's division. That's if even if they want to make it serious, go at it. It's going to be hard because WWE has locked up a lot of that talent. But they need to be creative. There's other things they can be doing to get talent as well. And they can develop and build their own talent. Well, there's other things things they can be doing to make it compelling, too. Exactly. So I think that is why it's around a a 7.5 and 8. And I think the other things we talked about, I think that stuff stuff could be chalked up and corrected as they go. And I think they tend to do that. And it's just... um, um, so that so my biggest thing is they could fix that women's division. Um, I think you know that it could e- easily be a nine so, easy. So, but yeah. it, it, here's here's where I'm at with AEW right now. Uh, I, I'm at about a six, and here's the reason why. And obviously, I'm going to be the more negative guy in this group, so it's okay. It's okay. I I, I will I will wear that badge well. Uh, here, my reason being is. I feel like we're getting to the point where there's too many Chiefs and not enough Indians. In in the sense that it's very... I I don't know. It's almost like they're walking the... They're trying too hard to walk the fine line of making it good but not putting ourselves over because people are going to talk shit about us. And here's my thing. If it's really good... Just do it and let people talk shit about you. But do, let the, let people talk shit about you because all of us fans think it's really good and then the haters are going to talk shit about you. But when you walk that middle line, you get like this weird split, which I think we're all at, where everybody's like, it's, uh, it's it could be better, but it's okay. Or I like this or I don't like that. Or it's like, mm-hmm, yeah, I could kind of see where they're going. But I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, there's no clear direction or anything. And I think that's... I I, I don't know if they're there yet. I think they're falling into that area, though. Which I'd rather see them just go balls to the walls and just have it... Almost go balls to the walls and fall on your face. Instead of just being stagnant. Not saying that they're totally stagnant, but... They're in a cycle, kind of, and it's like this weird cycle where they're bringing new people in that are adding credibility to the whole thing, but they're losing to the people that were there who are also trying to put people over that nobody knows. So they're beating these big names as they come in, but then losing or having a harder time with these people that nobody know. And I'm like, it's this. 
you, I don't know that you can have that middle ground. They are trying. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're trying. Anybody else got anything? I have a final question for you guys, if you want a final. <laughs> Somebody give us something to close on, please. Here's the close. I totally, it was a total dud. I'm like, eh. <laughs> All right, Edward's got us. I, I got to tell you, I, I turned my mic down. I sat back, and I thought, oh, shit, he's done. <laughs> so, I, I was like, I had to say, I'm like, I, I was just hoping somebody would jump in and give me another talking point. But here we go. <laughs> you know, with the uh, with the COVID nineteen, uh, <laughs> things we're getting a light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully, uh, we got. I'm not a NASCAR fan, but I read that we have a thousand military people in attendance this weekend at a race, and then a race in two weeks in Alabama that will have 5,000 people in attendance. Mm. I think those are guests from what I read, so I'm not sure if they're going to be contest winners or, I don't know, people that know the drivers or the people on the teams, whatever. But when will we see fans again in AEW? Now, we know Texas and Florida, I believe, are... They're having small crowds indoors. So I'm I, wondering... I wouldn't be surprised if it's Fighter Fest. You really yeah. think so? I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. I, I, I agree with that. I agree with I that. I hope you're right. That would be that would be great. Yeah, I think so too. I think you're going to see Half. You know, yeah, I think you're gonna see fifty percent. I think you're gonna see fifty percent. That's that what Texas is gonna be too. No, plus you gotta remember too, if they if it's at dailies, that's Kind of an outside arena too, so they may, you know, they, who, who knows? Uh, they may, you know, that may be a fifty percent fill in that place. I mean, listen, they get they get crowd noise with, you know, their little small, yeah, shindig they got going on now. If you if you could throw, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what it holds, probably ten thousand. So maybe, maybe if you throw five thousand people in there, I think you're gonna like. And and honestly, I think you're going to get it because I think there's a lot of wrestling fans out there that are just like seething to go to wrestling. Uh, AEW, oh, yeah. uh, NEW's uh, um, put it out there that their their intention is to run uh, Bethany in July. So we'll see if that oh, wow. become it will be set, that become well it, when you go to phase three, you could have up to 250. So they'll probably okay. cap it at 250 and and run Bethany. Awesome. Which isn't a sellout. It's not a sellout on Bethany, and they could get uh, probably, probably like double that. Probably, uh, you know, all, all things considered. So, uh, but you know, to get, just to get back to some fucking normal shit and some live yeah. events, you know. Yep. Yeah. No, I. I think. I think. Oh, I think of Fighter Fest. I'll. I'll I'd be surprised if, if, if we didn't see fans there. Yeah, yeah, I think you're going to get some. I don't know if you're going to get it all. Um, and then, you know, uh, they got All Out, which probably won't be in Chicago. I would doubt it. I mean, uh, aside from COVID, not. they have a lot of other issues up there now. So Yeah. But there's, there's, there other place, there's other places. Uh, there's other places they could go for that. Yeah. Um, 
I think they're going to be staying close to Florida, if not in Florida, for a foreseeable future. Yeah, but I mean, why, why can't you do Texas? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Texas, maybe. You know. But I think that, I mean, they're, you know, their headquarters is pretty much there. So, I mean, that's why. Oh, yeah, I think for I, I think for Dynamites, and I think if they get 50% in Florida, I think they'll probably just... They probably just keep running Daly's place for now. I mean, why not? I mean, yeah, why not? It, it's it's a good it's a good arena firm. It, it it puts on a good product. I mean, you know, you get the people they put out there. You get a little bit of the atmosphere. They do the pyros and everything else. So, um, and, and they they put on it's it it's it's a bigger show than the show they put on with the TV tapings and QT Marshall's you know or gym. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So doing doing dynamite there every week and pay per views for now, uh, it, it's they could probably get away with it for a while because we just we're, we're we're still we still don't even really know where we're at with all this stuff. Um, right. They, they were supposed to have uh, blood and guts in uh, New York, New Jersey, uh, which a- ended up being canceled, of course, and they rescheduled that for July twenty two. And now I read that's rescheduled for February twenty fourth in Newark. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I, I what, I, what, I, what I'm guessing is all the arenas in the New York, New Jersey area are probably just going to book out to to twenty twenty one because these governors are probably not going to let them put people in them before that. Well, I mean, California's already said don't expect to see fans and stands till twenty twenty one. New York is second second that. Uh, Sediment as well. Listen, so, it, yeah, so that yeah, so Murphy will do the same thing, you know, Lamont and, yep, and yep, Wolf. Yep, and yep. The, ner- the nerd king. <laughs> the nerd king will follow. That through. is the good. Yep. That is the best name out of all of them. Yep. The nerd king. I, I thought Karen Lamont would take the cake, but then we got the nerd king. <laughs> they're all good though. They're all. Good. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. <laughs> you want to know what's funny? White House is down there in Virginia thinking his laws suck. And we're just like, really, bro? <laughs> oh, dude, you don't even... Although when I was down there, he was... He, dude, he put on the full court press about me moving down there. You're right? Mm. Dude, he, he yeah. put on the full court press. Oh, it's right? better than the wingman. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but this fucking dude... This fucking dude's going batshit crazy with this COVID stuff, man. Oh, um, you're, you're a governor, right? Yeah. 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 That's my biggest issues. <laughs> you know. Dude, it could always be worse. Trust us. It exactly. can always be yep. worse. Yep. I mean, at least Edwards, you really you gotta you got a working legislature. We don't have shit in Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, they're trying. They're trying. The only, the, Ours doesn't go back till August. The C C D L at least got the the other, you know, bullshit executive order overturned so we can uh work towards our permits again. So yeah, that was nice. about that. Well, well, basically, what what had happened was is, and his one of his executive orders was police don't take fingerprints, and to get your carry permit in Connecticut, you have to get finger fingerprinted. So if the police aren't doing fingerprints and you have to get fingerprinted, you can't get a carry permit. So uh, one of the it, it wasn't the NRA; it was the CC. Uh, the Connecticut uh, Carriers Defense League, or whatever they call it, uh, filed a lawsuit saying that Lamont's executive order was unconstitutional because the Second Amendment gives you rights to 
you know, bear arms and protect yourself. So they argued that and they won. So now that bull, that stuff about not getting your fingers printed is, as of Monday, is over. So we're back to normal with that. That's good. But I think that's it for us. Okay. Cool truth. <laughs> After <laughs> tw- <laughs> No, dude, I just think we ran out of shit to talk about. It's all right. Yeah. It happens. Oh, I'm fucking exhausted. I know. I know. I, 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 you know, I, the, the two, I know. I was thinking while we were just talking, I'm like, these two are like, motherfucker, end this show so we can go to bed. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to do. Because that's what the listener is probably wanting us to do at this point. No, I'm just playing. Cool truth, my brother, Hollywood. Hollywood, Jeff Edwards, the one and only, waiting for Thanks. truth. Thanks for you, having me back. You, you don't have to. You don't have to, dude. You're a co-founder. You're this. You're not. You're not a guest. You're you're here. You're part of it. You you don't have to be here every week, but you're part of it. Thank you, sir. Of course. And the one and only White House. Did Is we lose time? White House? No, nope, I'm here. Oh, he's like. That's hot. <laughs> he was doing a Mike Francesa and sleeping. But f- oh no, not me! No, 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 no! Listen, <laughs> listen. We have plenty of audio of you snoring your ass off there, so let's not go on <laughs> that one. Listen, Edwards has more than you do. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for Edwards, for White House, I'm AC. Cool truth. Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network, uh, the whole thing, Podbean, iTunes, Spreaker, you know where to find us. We're signing out. Good night, everybody. 99.